I don't care if you've been trying to save the DCEU all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu Fudge. coming to you live and direct from the Stack Smoke Me Out fam with all that dang shit on my left, those ninja in the world, those ninja. Who says revenge isn't sweet? Mm. On my far right, engineering on the one to twos, Chuck Lee Bowen, threes and fours, Kronos. Hey, uh, they don't say the lyrics to WAP. In elementary schools, I'm just saying they don't teach that shit. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not a, it's not a no book. They don't. It's not a fucking sing song. It's not a motherfucking national anthem. I'm just saying. <laughs> Wet ass pussy. Um, we will not be having Stitch on this one, and a blue is uh, in the wind on some very personal uh, personal matters for himself. He will be announcing uh, some things when he returns. So. I think that's I think that's where we're what we're leaving it as. Mm-hmm. Um, she usually got some types of statistical data or something great and juicy for us. What you got? The stats I do have. Uh, let's see here. Listener of the week would be uh, Sonidos. What's going on? We appreciate you listening. Um, and also, live, first in the chat would be Warrior Fellow. Thank you once again for joining us in the Infinity Vault and chatting with us on this live stream he's so goddamn consistent i love warrior that fellow. like you know what i mean i i, I want to be able to go to cons again and see his face you know what i mean because yeah. he always shows up and he's always cool you know what i mean good people that he is old ninja you usually pouring out something urban and uh, alcoholic what you got this week uh we're taking it a little bit back we're gonna pour out some jeremiah weed tonight yeah I'm pouring this out for a couple of real ones tonight. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Gordon Hall. Uh, he was founder of Rockstar Leads and designer on GTA Chinatown Wars. Uh, back in 97, he was founder of Mobius Games. Uh, I believe that's how you pronounce it yet. Because there's a little, the little tunda over the O, so I believe it's Mobius. Uh, Mobius Entertainment, I'm sorry. Uh, where he worked on the Game Boy Advance versions of Max Payne. And then Rockstar bought the studio and then rebranded it Rockstar Leeds. Uh, the Leeds branch, uh, he worked at the Leeds branch on Red Dead Redemption as well as Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories. And uh, then, of course, Chinatown Wars. Uh, he later moved on to Activision Blizzard Mobile. The cause of his death has yet to be released, and he was 51. That's young. Goddamn. Uh, next up, we have uh, Cliff Simon. Uh, he was a South American athlete and actor. Uh, he was a collegiate Olympic swimmer and qualified to compete in the 1984 Summer Olympics. Uh, he also joined the South African Air Force, where which after he, when he came back, he started doing stage acting. Then he performed in Moulin Rouge. He later began landing roles uh, on Nash Bridges. And then his most noticeable role was the role of Ball on Stargate SG-1 and Stargate uh, Continuum. Uh, he did more TV roles, and then he did a documentary called "The Un- Into the Unknown, which came out in 2020. According to his wife, he died due to a kiteboarding accident. He was 58. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to shit on this person. I don't know them very well, but was, was, was he in the uh, South African Air Force during apartheid, though? Um, Sounds like I, it might have been. Uh, between the 80s, I mean, apartheid yeah. ended. Uh, apartheid ended in the 90s, so yeah, yes, he would have been that, flying 
around then. Okay. I mean, it didn't release any kind of like strikes, but he was on Stargate for a while. Uh, uh, all, all I right. I'm, I'm going to hold my tongue on this one. Wait, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't have much love for apartheid in South well, African government during that time, of course. Well, yeah, but I mean, well, did I he, don't... you know, did he participate in that kind of shit or? I, that, I, I, that's why I'm going to hold my tongue on it. I, I'm all just right. saying yeah, I don't have I'm... love for the government, the government doing that. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but but, but it's I also mean, it, it'd be like you know, somebody questioning me for joining the United States military, and we still live in racist times. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I would liken the South African government to the German Nazi Party. I, I really yeah, would, in uh, terms of their oppression and and everything. But mm. it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're but you're also a Stargate fan. But yeah, it, well, there you go. There you go. But what do you say? Still. <laughs> I mean, if he was, like, some racist motherfucker, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that's... I, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce the, the character's name is Ball. It's B-A-A-L, or it's pronounced Baal, something like that. He was the villain for a while, so... Okay. Uh, uh, and that was an SG-1 in Stargate Continuum, so... There you go. Um, Next up, we have uh, legendary actor Yefit Koto. Uh, he hails from New York City. Uh, he was a member of the actor studio at the age of 19, but his film de debut started in 1963. Uh, he released a music single in 1967. Uh, he starred as the Bond villain, Mr. Big, in the film Live and Let Die. And then in 1979, he starred in the iconic film Alien. Uh, he would go on to star in TV shows like The A-Team, and then he also starred alongside Arnold Schwarzenegger in the film The Running Man. Um, Coda was once considered for the role of Jean-Luc Picard for Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, no, uh, no disrespect to him, but I think they got that right, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if he was better? Some alternate universe. He was still getting, he was, it never stopped airing. It's like The Simpsons now, one of the longest running shows of all time. <laughs> uh, he had a 30-year career of acting but he retired from movies in 2008 with the film witness protection however he did extensive work on the show homicide uh, life on the streets including writing for the show uh in 2014 he reprised his role of parker for the game alien isolation uh he died at the age of 81 no known cause of death i could have sworn because i literally just watched with my son uh alien um i think last weekend I could have sworn he was. God damn! You watched uh, it with like, you watched it with huh? your son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking nightmares. No, he was good. God he damn! Was good. It should get me nightmares. You I was a teenager. <laughs> or, or he didn't tell me about him. Yeah, you know? shit, he's oh, he's silently screaming in his pillow every night. <laughs> it came out of his chest, Dad. It came out of his chest. Waking up hot switch. I I don't know why. I just assumed he was like Nigerian or from Jamaica or something. I didn't know he was from New York. Yeah, he's from New York. It's because his father was uh, an Islander, I believe, from uh, Jamaica. No, not Jamaica, but one of the Caribbean Isles. His father's from there, but his mother's from from the beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but his mother's from New York, and he was born in NYC proper. So, wow. Yeah. Um, I remember back in the 90s, there was this huge rumor that uh, Yepi Kyoto was Nas's father. And that, like, caught a lot of traction for a little bit until someone debunked it. People don't, re people forget, like, the 90s just had 
rapid like rumors out of almost nothing like we were kids for, for part of it and, and obviously teens for some of it but 90s rumors like especially pre-internet or early internet were wild as no, fuck you know what's crazy well, go, go ahead on it i was gonna say those those internet those rumors became like legends or folklore almost mm -hmm. well this is the go thing ahead. about like rumors and miscellaneous bullshit that's not true it's like rumors have like always existed and they're like they reached their peak well maybe not the peak but there's like they were really high in the 90s but as soon as the internet came off it was like a sharp drop off and then all of yeah. a sudden like we had like a, a solid 15 to 20 years of like you know no real bullshit out there and now all of a sudden like the bullshit's back it, but the internet's there it's like you're literally spreading bullshit when we have on the same platform that has the, the total sum of human knowledge is on the internet. Well, you know, that's been found. It's on the internet in some way, shape, or form. And people are still getting duped. Like these fucking rubes and these snake oil salesmen just came back hard as fuck. And people still believe that shit. And it is amazing to me that you have all this information and then people are like, all of a sudden now they have fact checkers. Yeah, well, before they didn't have fact checkers because everything, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. And, you know, like in the... But people want to pretend, like, in the 90s, like, we didn't all believe as kids that there were uh, syringes in fucking Pepsi bottles. Or yeah. that somebody's, you know, somebody uh, somebody's finger is really found in uh, the Wendy's fucking thing. And there was all kinds <laughs> of bullshit like that that came out. And they're totally debunked now. They're totally debunked. Totally debunked. Because they found the videos and there was actual investigations. This is how bad it was back then. Is that the actual cause of all those rumors never hit the media. But mm -hmm. the original fucking rumor and all this bullshit did, and it, like, seriously damaged their brands. Like, the... Yeah. Did I talk about on the last episode about the Wendy's finger thing? Yeah, I, we, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I just like... A couple episodes today. Shit's amazing. And yeah, we just... Yeah. Shit's totally back. Well, and some were absolutely legitimate. Like, at first, I thought it was just rumor bullshit that uh, R. Kelly married uh, Aaliyah. Turns yeah. out that shit was gospel fucking truth. You know yeah. what I mean? I was training. Um, so he was also a nasty motherfucker. I'm just saying she was underage. Absolutely. <laughs> so Yefit Kyoto, his father was, I believe, this, it's pronounced Cameroon. Is that correct? Or yeah, that's right. Say Cam Cameron, but it's Cameroon. But well, Cameron's yeah. a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But his father was from Cameroon, who immigrated to the U.S. Apparently, he was basically the original original Nigerian Nigerian prince. His father was a Cameroon. His father was a Cameroon royalty. His father okay. was a prince, I mean, he, prince of the royal bell family of Cameroon. He was, bad at, he was bad at like like I said, him as Parker in uh, Alien. Aaron. That was a pretty standout role. I, I give him props for that. That still holds up to this day. That, uh, even even Running Man with him him and uh, Arnold like surviving that crazy ass fucking death trap tv show i mean that shit was pretty dope i thought he was surely gonna die but they ended up teaming up and getting back into man that was actually pretty it's a pretty good movie i Even think i missed that one i feel like i've seen oh, you never every arnold movie. movie except for that one. Oh, you never seen the running man that movie still kind of holds up today i mean it's a little goofy slightly goofy effects but the premise is still really good gotcha all right uh was that was that the last one yeah that was it good shit man I mean, we, we got real life stuff and we got a whole lot of fun stuff. What, what do you, where do you guys want to go first this week? Goddamn. So I say we start with uh, what Chronos was opened up with because it's, it's not on the list, but it's been all over this 
the states and it's been talked about for the last two to three weeks um What's this that? whole this whole more of this cancel culture stuff but it's mainly targeting uh how republicans seem to be saying that or at least the right is saying how liberals love WAP and they don't want to cancel this but yet they want to cancel dr seuss and these other like like name brand stuff like aunt your mama uh, uncle ben's and stuff so uh-huh. well what what's up with this here yeah it's uh it is total bullshit these people that are kind of trying to equate the dr seuss thing to to the wap thing and all this shit and all these other things it's the more prevalent one is a dr seuss to to wap we break it down for the fucking people out there that never pay attention to anything in their entire fucking life and just read the headlines or something and they don't actually do the goddamn research. First of all, the six Dr. Seuss books were never canceled by anybody. What they did was they stopped, the actual maker of the book stopped producing them. They were never pulled from the fucking shelves. The government didn't run in and fucking grab their flamethrowers like Fahrenheit 451 and start burning down shit. None of that happened. All right. The reason why they did this is because there's a, a thing called Read Across America where they sit down with children and they read to them books. A lot of them are Dr. Seuss books. And when you go through some of this imagery that was in some of these Dr. Seuss books, I think I went over the last podcast, didn't I? Um, uh, you touched on it, but go ahead. Yeah. Break where, it down. Where they literally are, they're showing Africans as like a super racist caricature of them having like these big white lips and covered with fucking black fur. And they are called Africans. All right. And they have like this weird like top knot thing. It looks a ridiculous racist ass caricature of somebody of African descent. They also had uh, racist imagery for Asians, which also they changed that in the past. It used to be way more yellow looking and they changed it to something that wasn't yellow looking. I don't remember anybody having outrage about that back in the day. Nobody said a fucking word when they changed it to have a, a lighter skin. But they decided, hey, you know what? This image is still pretty fucking racist because it has like a super slanted eyes. And uh, I don't think he had buck teeth, but it's, it's like super racist caricature. Uh, he do, he does have buck teeth. Buck and they, teeth? Also yeah. call, they also call him a Chinaman. Yeah, which is fucking racist. Yeah, and racist. Um, and be, before somebody says, oh, well, he's from China. He's a Chinaman. Are you an American man? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, um, it also has some racist imagery with Russians, which nobody fucking brings up. Like, yep. it was like some super fucking fucked up ways that they made Russians look. With, like, their big, thick lips and this gigantic fucking, like, uh, bear beard and shit like that and looking ridiculous. Um, so they decided, hey, maybe we shouldn't propagate these racist Im- images to children on Read Across America Day when we're reading these things to children. You know? So, yeah. So they, you know, they're not producing the books anymore. They're still out. You can go find them right now. Like, if you wanted to. If you own them. Nobody around your house and fucking told you to get rid of them, did they? No. It never happened. Maybe you pretended they did. But it didn't happen. Anyway, they're trying to equate this to um, the WAP song, Wet Ass Pussy song. It's uh, apparently, you know, uh, Nicki Minaj and... No, was it Nicki Minaj? No, no, no. No, no, no. Cardi, Cardi B. Cardi and Megan. Yeah, Cardi B and Megan, The Stallion. It's their song about Wet Ass Pussy. I'm like, all right, you know. They did a thing on the Grammys where they were doing dancing provocatively. And um, the song is edited. I don't think they say Wet Ass Pussy. They probably say Wet and Gushy, which is what they say on the radio. Yeah. So, um, this shows me the fact that nobody actually watched the performance. So, all they saw was an image of two ladies scandally clad, you know, doing some scandalous dancing shit. And they're like, well, how come my kids are exposed to this, but they can't be exposed to this? Okay, I'm like, first of all, think about what you just said. If you really think that they're both being exposed to that, 
um, then probably neither then, right? Two hours to make it right. But second of all, no school teacher is is reading the lyrics to WAP and showing the video to WAP to elementary or kindergartners. That never happened ever. And if it ever did, they'd get fucking fired, rightfully so. And yeah. this song is, when they play it on the radio for the masses, it's heavily edited, okay? And it is, it's your job as a parent to control things like that. So if you want to complain, be like, I don't want my, my kids to see it. Yeah, you're right. Okay, then don't let them see it. Like, what what is stopping you from, you know, not buying it? But the problem is, somebody's probably going to say, well, why don't you stop, you know, um, a kid from me and Dr. Seuss book? Okay, I don't know exactly. Name every single book your kid's going to read this year in school. <laughs> Name every single one. Do you know what they are? You have no fucking idea. Most people don't. It's normal. Okay, but... Um, having to have my kid come home and, and be like, why do why do people that are from Africa uh, look like monkeys in this book? You don't understand the amount of harm that that does to a child. Or if an Asian yeah. kid comes home, why do they say that I look like this? We don't look like this. And all of a sudden, I've got to try to rationalize with uh, a child that their frontal lobe isn't even fucking developed yet on, on racism way before they should be trying to understand racism. They don't even know, they don't even know the differences between ethnic groups yet much less racism so that's where the main problem is because you shouldn't have to have to explain to a kid that young racism if somebody to be like oh well, you you shouldn't shelter your children yes the fuck you should you should shelter your children <laughs> if you don't think you shouldn't shelter your children then why don't you just fucking let a hobo fucking babysit them like seriously that's the dumbest shit i fucking heard in my life don't shelter your children how the what is your main purpose as a fucking parent is to keep them safe, right? Like, what the fuck? Anyway, y'all, y'all go in for a minute. I'm no, in, I'm no, I, I love it. I love it. Um, let me just bring up a couple other things. Um, uh, I was watching. I think when my son was about four or five, you know, pretty innocent age. Um, uh, Peter Pan, the Disney animated movie. And I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. And holy shit, did I have to turn that off immediately yep. uh, when they started depicting Native Americans in a completely uh, reprehensible and um, awful racist caricature uh, manner. Um, I didn't want my kid thinking that that was okay. I completely censored it. We turned it off. That was it. And I believe even on Disney+, Plus, they probably do some type of uh warning ahead of time if you're going to watch that or stream that movie uh you can fact check me if i'm wrong on that but um yeah there's, there's a whole long history of it tom and jerry who just had a, a a brand new movie i think on hbo max a couple weeks ago um obviously this recent movie didn't have it in it but tom and jerry had a, a mammy character and a very a black face and a whole bunch of other awful stuff in it uh same with uh, all all kinds of uh looney tunes it's uh it's something that's awful and you know <laughs> It's totally fine to censor your kids from that stuff. And I'm, I'm right there with you in terms of the fact that uh, Wet Ass Pussy is one of those songs that has uh, one of those labels that says, hey, this has explicit lyrics in it. Uh, a a five-year-old can't go into, if they have record stores any goddamn more, a record store and, and buy the, the fucking album, man. It, it's it's for adults. I get that. And they played a censored version on the Grammys. Uh, which they've they've played many censored versions on the Grammys, then you don't have to watch the fucking Grammys. You really don't. I don't know. Yeah, but actually, that's what I got. I had the same thing happen with with, uh, with Riley. Where like, we, were, we were reading or watching something, 
And we're just like, whoa, like, what the fuck? And we just, like, stopped. But the problem is, is that it said that it's okay for kids. Like, that's the problem. Like, if you tell me that something's okay for kids, and all of a sudden there's a fucking dick in it, it's like, <laughs> whoa, what the fuck? You know? Like that, Batman, like, like that Batman issue. <laughs> yeah. It, well, that did say it was MA, it was, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's shit like that that people don't really seem to understand that, you know, if, if you tell me it's for kids, I don't expect to see non-children con non-children uh focused content in there you know like I, yeah. like I, I don't expect to also open up a book and like like a children's book and for them to go into like advanced mathematics you yeah know? Exactly. it's like come on make, make things age appropriate I, I don't want it to not somebody tried to say that sorry go ahead go ahead i was just gonna quickly say um i i do find it funny like uh remember when samuel jackson had the go to fuck to sleep uh children's mm. book which was perfect for when you have a brand new infant oh, but yeah. of course my six my six-year-old found that and was like oh i i love reading i'm gonna pick up any book <laughs> i find and we were like oh shit put that down <laughs> you can't up. read that bullshit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway um somebody had an argument with me i, I forgot to respond back to this dude because I, I respect the guy um, but he was like, well, you know, racism, these racist things existed. These kids need to be shown or and told that exist. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right. They should. But not between the ages of four and ten. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a bit young. For the, they're missing the core. They're missing a whole bunch of general fucking ideas before they get to that. It's, it, like, like I said, you don't start a kid out with fucking advanced mathematics before they before they understand one plus one. You know, yeah. so they're, they're not going to understand any kind of context and so all of a sudden you're going to have these little kids they're going to start calling other black kids monkeys because that's what they saw in a book and that's a fucking problem and if you don't see that's a problem i hate to say it but either you're you either entirely apathetic or you're just fucking racist so i mean there's really no two ways about that like if you don't understand what i'm talking about then you either don't give a fuck you never were interested in having a conversation about this or you're just a, a racist and you know it. Yeah. Point blank, full stop. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm right there with it. Now, I, I think we can segue just a little bit because it kind of fits into the same line that I want to get you guys' take on this. Maybe we'll start with Old Ninja. What did you think about the whole um, Pepe Le Pew? Uh, famous Looney Tunes character, uh, you know, the skunk that <laughs> doesn't take no for an answer so to speak with the uh with the black cat uh yeah i mean so if you watch old school peppy Le Pew, i mean you see that it's always a case of mistaken identity it's always some female cat that gets like paint on her back so she looks like another skunk or whatnot but like peppy is always trying to get in the draws and he's always like super super forward um him not being in Space Jam, I don't really have a problem with that because a lot of their roster, their full roster's not in it for the most part. I mean, sure. so it's usually just the heavy hitters. Um, I think in the last one, um, I don't know if he had a cameo for you, shows up for like an actual full scene. It's been a while, but um, I can kind of see why he could be removed. I mean, you don't need the whole movie focused on him. So, I mean, but to be real, if you put him and his antics in anything today would be seen as problematic. Mm. Okay, fair enough. What you got, Cronus? How about Pepe Le Pew? Yeah. I mean, I can understand whether, you know... I was, I was having a conversation with Kim back the other day. Um, 
and it's about like these rapey ass dudes that don't really understand that, that fucking no means no. And I was like, I was, I was sitting down thinking about it. I was like, I can't ever remember a single time in my entire life where I came on to a woman and then she said no, and I was like, nah, fuck that. Like, I, I, I've never um, even tried. What I, I, somebody says no to me, it's like, all right, it's it means no. Like. I don't get fucking mad about it. I don't think that, you, uh, you know, you owe me something. I don't think that, oh, well, you're dressed a certain way. None of that shit. Um, it's just no means no. And I, don't, and I don't think that it's good for kids to sit down there and see this <laughs> this rapey-ass fucking skunk <laughs> trying to get some ass. Like, yeah, getting ass is cool, but, I mean, god damn, tone it down, man. <laughs> like, read the room. What the fuck, man? I'm not trying to defend Peppy. Do not take me out of context. <laughs> But most of the times in those cartoons, the cat did not say a word. But definitely by body language, definitely by her actions, yeah. the cat did not want to be fucked with. I tr truly get that. I think the butt of the joke, per se, at the time, was that Peppy thought he was smooth and stank like fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and, was, and he was being the, the, the butt of the joke because he didn't get on. He, didn't, he wasn't self-aware enough. To realize that uh, didn't nobody want to be around his stinky rapey ass. I get that, and I also at the same time I'm kind of two minds. I get the fact that modern times uh, it doesn't send a good message. Fine, it's not the hill to die on for me in in terms of you know Pepe Le Pew. I never loved the character. He was never this important character that I'd put on my wall as a kid or anything like that. I also didn't watch the cartoons and then start raping anybody either. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, well, see, I'm fine either way. You know what I mean? Well, this is the problem: is like if people are just like, "Oh, well, you know, they're just jokes." Okay, uh, they're just jokes, but just making it like an adult. Honestly, if they had like an adult, um, Pepe Le Pew, even the same fucking name, just made a fucking show about him doing some funny ass <laughs> shit of like him getting fucking shut down all the time. I'm fine mm -hmm. with that because adults know it in context. But the problem is, is that children don't. I think that's what people they don't seem to fucking understand anymore is that children don't get shit in context. Ask them. Ask ask any goddamn kid ten years and below to, to tell you a fucking joke. Yeah, like they don't understand awful. fucking. They're fucking terrible. They don't understand yeah. context. They don't understand nuance. They don't understand any of that shit. It's fine. You know, yeah. kids kids grow up. They, they they need to understand all these social cues and things. But if your social cue is you know fifty no's and a yes means yes, that's just broken. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That that's not gonna fly. I, I totally get it. Now on the flip side, on the flip side, I will say. If we're going to have a robust and comprehensive discussion, Miss Piggy's ass was a fucking rapist as well. I'm yeah. just gonna say, Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy was all all kind of assertive. You gonna get this big pussy? Uh, <laughs> now, I don't sometimes know about, I don't know about raping because her and and Kermit were definitely like a thing, but I would say that she was more abusive than rapey. Abusive, yes. There were times when they worked together, and she was extremely physically forward let's let's just put it like that not on yeah. the level of Pepe Le Pew I'm not saying that but I'm just saying you know uh, so, I, I think there Ms. were Piggy episodes was wrong too. <laughs> I think there was also episodes where um, Pepe Le Pew would meet his match and mm -hmm. he'd be trying to turn tail and run away from uh, a type of animal or, or creature I think he ran into another skunk that yeah. was trying to be all rapey or whatnot so but I get the, you know, the joke and the nuance and whatnot. But yes, I mean, a lot of people, especially in the last few years, have always said that um, 
that Miss Piggy's been uh, an issue. She's always been forceful. She's always been abusive. She's always been um, a narcissist, you know, so she's always been an issue. Even though I love Frank Oz and I always thought that Miss Piggy was always funny, but she was insanely jealous and physically abusive and yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Muppets. We're talking about cartoon characters. I get it. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, but you know. But we saw it though. When you're yeah. young, it's funny. But when you're an adult looking at it, you're like, oh, this is kind of problematic. I don't know if I, I mean, should let my kids watch this. I, I mean, here's the other thing too. And not that I had any type of uh, words to describe this at the time, but look, Bugs Bunny like drag. Like full stop. Bugs Bunny loved himself some drag and making sure that Elmer. Uh, thought he was getting some fucking pussy coming to him, and it turned out it was male fucking uh, bugs doing his thing. I don't have a problem with it, but you know it, that that could be seen as, again, through today's lens, uh, insensitive to certain communities or blah blah blah. I mean, you could you could see if people want to make make it a bigger issue than it is, they could say that this was a a problematic thing of bugs dressing up. All the time as a woman, but not identifying as a crossdresser or trick. I can yeah, see it. I mean, the same applies to Daffy as well, because he did that with Elmer as well. He followed Bugs' uh, yeah. suit <laughs> by doing the same thing. So, and uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, if you look at some of the old, some of the old uh, comics, they were doing that. Dean Martin. Um, oh yeah. They, uh, like, so the Rat Pack, a lot of those dudes, they were doing drag a bunch of times. So, you know, it, it was it was different back then. Um, it could be seen as insensitive now. I have no idea because I'm not part of that community. I don't know how they feel about it. It could be hilarious to them. It could be offensive. No idea. Um, but, yeah, well, I mean, we have to realize that things in the past do not translate very well or age well. I yeah, let me just say something real quick, though. Like, so when you say somebody, like, when a kid sees, like, somebody in drag, to me, I'm just like, I really don't give a fuck. Um, because you're probably going to see somebody in drag in your normal way of life, okay? The problem is that if you see somebody doing some rapey-ass shit and not taking, not saying that, not understanding that no means no, and for them, that that's normal now, that's a problem. Like, I got you. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. got you. And Bugs was, I'm going to use this phrase, he was, in a, in a lot of ways, trying to do some true trap stuff. Like, in terms of, hey, Elmer, think, Elmer thinks one thing, like I'm a human woman, and, you know, I'm a male buddy. Hey, you know, he was purposely trying to fool. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that's, that's not right, yeah. Yeah, but, it's, I mean, not, it's not you, something I want my kids uh, to to see. Like not 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 at a young age. So yeah, I, yeah, I mean, you know. I feel like this might be your first uh, your first trap, and why you're the way you. <laughs> oh, Someone's gonna get so I fucking mad. Like he just said that word. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel you're, like you're, you're, you're mad at the trap word. I mean, but that literally um, is a definition of a trap, though. So if you want, y'all want to get mad, look up the fucking definition of the word trap. That's literally yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not saying all the times in all situations, but, it, you know, it, it seems like it, the shoe fits. Um, I will say this, too, going back to Space Jam, I I didn't really feel this these, these Lola go. changes at all. Oh, I mean, man. It, it's no big deal, but it, it kind of reminded me of, you know, I got on my soapbox what was a year or two ago about, like, how with Mortal Kombat, they kind of changed and toned down things and from the standpoint of, of the dress or whatever. It feels like this is kind of 
similar in some ways. <clears throat> Lola Bunny was not Jessica Rabbit. Like, yes, she was the quote-unquote hot bunny, but it wasn't so much like she was oozing sexuality uh, to, well, <laughs> to make everybody uncomfortable. It, it wasn't. She wasn't a crazy vixen per se. She actually played basketball in the in the Space Jam movie. Now you can do on. whatever you want in Space Jam too, but it does seem a little weird that you know she she needs a complete redesign like like the '90s version was truly awful. I, I didn't get that impression. Well, I'm just gonna Hold highlight. On. I'm gonna highlight one thing that you said only because it was funny because you said the hot bunny. <laughs> so like <laughs> so you kind of like part of what you said kind of like. Well, I mean, it, you thought she was hot, so she, yeah. She start she started the entire furry uh, like phenomenon. Yeah, I, I will give I, her that. I got no problem. With that. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I think the furry phenomenon was before <laughs> her. But I think you're just upset because you want new material to fap to, and you're not getting it. No. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, well, let me just say this. Well, hold the, on. You're the one who said this is not a big deal, but yet you've been flooding your social media oh, with I like all kinds of Lola Bunny lewds and but, saying bring me, bring me '90s Lola Bunny back. <laughs> why is this? Why is this? Why are y'all trying to censor sexiness and blah blah blah? But, but yet but, you want to be on here and be like, well, I see. Well, it's not. <laughs> what well, I was just gonna point out though. Obviously, the internet is always gonna be the internet. So whenever you like tone down a character drastically from their, their previous version in a sequel uh, from a, and then make a press release saying we are purposely trying to desexualize Lola Bunny, the just... internet goes the exact opposite yeah. way and floods the world with, with uh, lewds. Yeah, they, they, they fucked happened. up with uh, releasing that statement. That was, they should have just made this, the change and then just left it at that. You should have left it. Yeah, yeah for just, sure. Just but, change it. People. I mean, she literally looks like Bugs Bunny now just with like... Um, Yellow and maybe a little bit of boobs. She looks like Slappy Squirrel. As a <laughs> that is oh, fucking she... <laughs> That's that is that why you mad? That's why you mad. I'm just saying. That's why you know? you mad. <laughs> I mean, at least Slappy knew that all of her stuff was sagging, and she makes point of it. Like, <laughs> sagging, fuck, and she's like, "Well, she's like, well, I used to not look like this." She literally tries to stuff her her bits all back together. But I mean, Lola. I mean, back in the day, she literally had. Um, a very close simile to Jessica Rabbit's body, and now no, she's... don't you do that? Don't you do? Don't you lie I to these people sim- on this? Cast. I said similar, not exact. Don't you similar do it? Not... Carlos, pull up, pull up, pull up, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Show these people. Jessica Show Rabbit these was... youngsters. Yeah, yeah I, Jessica I, I, Rabbit they was. Can, uh... They got they got Disney Plus. They can look for it themselves. Fuck. <laughs> no, we got to prove you wrong now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, Jessica was a sex vixen sex kitten whatever um she was a married woman and she was just bad and banging all out and, and the other thing is that was still a kid's movie and totally fine even as an eight-year-old i was just like jessica rabbit jessica rabbit is bad yeah that was a kid's movie right i mean it's, P- it's a pg-13 film is it pg-13 okay yeah i'm pretty yeah, sure it was yeah i'm pretty okay, sure i'm trying, Robert to, Robert I'm trying to find a good 13 film okay but that's, that's still I mean, a kid's movie i saw it I mean, they literally, they literally say, like, Bob Hoskins, may he rest in peace, literally tells at the part in the film where this is about greed, sex, and murder. Actually... What do you see that in a hmm. fucking kid's TV show? So, hold on. This no. is the problem. Old Ninja Story has a point. So, I'm, I'm going back and looking at old Jessica Rabbit images here. I'll pull one up for uh, for the podcast here. So, I'm looking at... This is the Jessica Rabbit image that I'm pulling up. So, if you look at um, Lola Bunny, and you look at just stills... You might think that 
yeah, they look kind of similar. But the way they were animated, no. It's, like, not even fucking close. Like, things were fucking gyrating and moving when she was, like, doing, like, the the smallest movement of her body. Like, things yeah. were, like, Oh, yeah, of course. Jiggling and hers shit. was overtly... Jessica was overtly... Uh, overtly sexual. I get that. But, like I said, I said similar, not exact. So... This dude over here, Prodigy, freaking out all because he needs Lola Bunny nudes because he needs new material. Slap, slap I, look, I got him now. I got all of them that I can handle. But you, but you out here trying to champion that, oh, they're not going to do this to my Lola. I'm, I'm going to boycott this movie. Oh, Y'all should too. Hold on. I, uh, I will take that back. Actually, they are not similarly um, imaged at all. Dude. I, I know my Jessica Rabbit. That was the one. <laughs> look, Jessica Rabbit awakened something in every single <laughs> uh, four, fourth grader in my class. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, bro. actually, I'm kind of confused on why everybody's mad. Um, Lola Bunny was not exactly, like, top-heavy. No. In the cartoon. So I think this is some manufactured outrage. Yes. Um, so she's been, this... she's been redesigned before because in the TV show... Uh, she was way different, completely different. Yeah, but the TV, I think that the reason what people are doing is comparing Space Jam to Space Jam, like trying yeah. to do apples to apples. I get that. TV no, hey, I, I'll, pull, yeah. I'll pull up the apples to apples, and it's like, honestly, just a little bit less, uh, I guess, kind of. But to begin with, like, she didn't, she wasn't like top heavy to begin with, and she's just no. wearing like a I bigger shirt. So, yeah, I, I pulled it up for everybody to see, you know. The differences. I mean, I, I I get it, and again, this is this is not the hill to fucking die on. Obviously, the creators of the cartoon are going to do whatever the fuck they want to with it. Honestly, the main problem for me is the way that her face looks. Hmm. Because I'm looking Slappy at the face. Squirrel. Yeah, it's like because I mean, obviously, so on on the old Space Jam version, she has like uh, eyeshadow on, mm-hmm. and she looks she has more feminine features. Like her her face is slimmer, it's smaller. Um, in the new one, um, her face is much wider, and she has mm-hmm. no eyeshadow on, and like she has like it looks almost like a like a mohawk for her hair. When the other one, she's like way more feminized. So yeah, I, I can see that where she looks, she looks more masculine in the in the new one. So especially from the face. There you go. Yeah, I mean, look. All I know is this: I had never seen so much Lola Bunny porn, and you know I go deep into the furry, Jesus furry forums of fucking Twitter, man. <laughs> Food of Friday and everything. Whoo, shit! They flooded the entire fucking web with them, man. It rained fucking Lola Lose from the goddamn stars. It was great. Hold on, Chris, Kristen Wiig voiced Lola Bunny for three years. Didn't know that. She's talented. There's- there's many. There's actually one, two, three, four. There's five actresses that have voiced Lola Bunny. Good shit, man. Good fucking shit. All right. Um, well, that was crazy. Staying All with, right. stay, staying with some news. Uh, and I know we were talking about this a little bit today. Uh, tell me about this Punky Brewster documentary. Goddamn it. Ooh, boy. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, so I remember. So Punky Brewster, who is a uh, Sule Moon Fry, which is like the, there could not be a hippier fucking name on this planet than Sule Moon Fry, and especially the way that it's spelled Sule because it ends with an L. I'm just, I'm just saying. All right, um, yeah, it's I think it's called Kid Nineties or I think it's Kid Nineties, right? 
pretty sure it's Kim. Sure. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, so I was, uh, me and Kim watched it, and god damn, we was not prepared to watch. I mean, it starts off like, I mean, it's a good documentary. Basically, Punky Brewster, um, she recorded, like, she had, like, home tapes of, like, when she was a teenager, like, growing up. And she had, like, a bunch of them. So she decided to, like, pull them all back together and, like, give, like, a documentary of, like, her life and what happened to, like, her and, like, her friends and shit like that. And at first, I remember I was watching, I was like, this is just some rich chick. It's, like, some privileged chick that lived, like, a life way better than mine and most people. And, like, what's the point of this? And then it gets fucking dark. Then it gets fucking pretty fucking dark, man. I was, then I, 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 I started feeling, like, really bad for the way I was thinking about her. Like, when I first started watching it. And then, mm-hmm. um, like, what she had to go through and, like, other Hollywood stars. I felt really fucking bad uh, about what they went through. Um, if, if you're going to watch it, just be prepared to, like, watch some things that are that are fucked up. Especially when it comes to children in the industry. I had no idea that she was connected to so many uh, child stars. Basically, fucking all of them. <laughs> so, they... Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me just make sure I, I heard you correctly. When she was a child star, so underage, fucking other child no, stars? Or no, fucking sorry. Other I was using it as an actual curse word, not as, like, she's committing oh. sexual acts. I'm saying oh. that she was basically connected to all of the fucking child stars. Gotcha. So, like, all the child stars that we saw as kids, like, she knew and hung out with. Like, gotcha. a okay. whole bunch of them. And it was just, like, watching them, like, grow up and, like, oh, I know that guy. Oh, I know. Like, what are they up to now? Oh, that's now. Why don't I see that guy anymore? Like, what happened to him? And then, like, once you figure out, what, oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and there's, just, like, mm-hmm. some crazy shit. This is something I knew about before I watched the show. But she had a, a breast reduction surgery, like, really early on in life. She was, like, 13 years old. And I remember at the time, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But, you know, I heard they were, like, big. And, yeah, she had some... She was 13 years old, and she was, like, walking around with, like, some uh, double D-plus boobs. And so she was getting like, and she's tiny. Like she's, even today, she's she's tiny. Um, yeah. And so she was getting like some really unwanted attention from like these adults because they everybody assumed that she was an adult because of her Ooh. boob size. And so that's why she got the uh, the breast reduction. So there's like a few times where it's like when I think it's okay for like kids to like get cosmetic surgery, and that's fucking one of them. Like if, if, like if grown men, I mean obviously this shouldn't be a problem. All right, ladies, I'm gonna say this for your benefit. You shouldn't have any kind of unwanted attention. At no time should a man put his hands on you when you don't want his hands there. All right. Um, it, it should never be acceptable for somebody to see, oh, you've got big boobs. Let me grab your ass. That's what's happening to her. All right. It's yeah. disgusting. But also, like, I, I can totally understand why she did it. Um, because no kid should have to go through some shit like that. Because um, I know that there's some people that that are okay with that as, like, as an adult. But, you know, kids shouldn't have to go through shit like that. So... Can, can I just quickly say this? And, and I haven't watched the documentary. I it, it would be interesting, and you know, again, I haven't seen it. But if she hadn't been a celebrity with the money that I guess her parents were having at the time, do you think that she would have gotten it, even with get, gotten the surgery, even with well, that, all I of mean, that she got going on? It was her money. It wasn't their money. Like, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, I was good. So to interject, because I have not seen this uh, documentary but i'm gonna say yes because uh some real life situations that i've actually witnessed because i work with a young lady who's a teenager and there are grown-ass men with children 
who hit on this girl who apparently don't give a shit about her age, but she literally tells them, I'm underage. So why are you talking to me? And they just keep coming at her. They keep going to her to the point where she doesn't even want to like be around them or be in speaking distance around these people. And so if she was getting, if my coworker can get this kind of attention, you can bet that Soleil at that age being, I guess, developing early was definitely going to get some kind of attention. Yeah, and I'm oh, going to yeah. say for probably most dudes out there that that sort of behavior from, from a man f- t- towards any women, um, to me, it's unacceptable. To, like, for you to, like, relentlessly hit on somebody just, you know, because of the way they look, at the, that they look and, like, all these, like, seriously unwanted advances. I think every rational man um, has some sort of fucking caveman inkling of when somebody's sort of interested in you. Mm-hmm. And for you to have, like, your hot takes and, like, and your cold takes, basically, like, just walk up to somebody and, um, you know, say certain things to them. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And But I understand, you know, at, at the same time, it's like, how do you know, you know, if they if they want you or not? But I mean, there's way more respectful ways to do it. And I think that most yeah. rational men understand what the fuck I'm talking about. If you don't, you might be a piece of shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I, I will only say that I think that some of us, if we're honest, uh, 16, 17 years of, of age, you know what I mean? Young men, the, the younger version of all of us, some of us learn with tri- a little bit of trial and error, not in terms of, oh, I'm s- someone saying no and you keep on doing something, but every every yeah. guy I know uh, has, has one way or another tried to uh, see if a lady was interested. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm trying Yeah, to. but usually, like, somebody trying to see somebody's interested um, doesn't, it should not involve, like, uh, sexual physical contact, like you shouldn't have to grab yeah, a no, lady's yeah. ass. Yeah, I like, agree completely. Yeah, and then completely. ask, "Hey, are you interested?" As I'm fucking physically assaulting you. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so. I, I already have two fingers in. Are you interested? You, yeah. you ready? Like what? Little tapping <laughs> no. late. That's just, just like uh, promising a woman. Have you guys seen this film? Nah, definitely worth. Yeah, you just described like a scene from that film. It's all bad. Yeah, but, okay, yeah. and, but anyway, go go back to this. The nineties kid. It, it's recommended. It sounds like. Huh? Yeah, definitely recommended. And like seeing like who she was connected to. So she was dating uh, the lead guy from. Ah, uh, oh, god damn it! House of Pain, not Everlast. Oh. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. The other guy that I can't remember is yeah, name. Uh, Danny Boy or some shit like that. I forget his name. He's tall. Okay. But yeah, and she dated somebody else too that fucking Stitch already um, spoiled for you guys. But I'm not gonna spoil it for the rest of the podcast. Or all you okay. listeners, there's another person that uh, that is a major celebrity that um, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like seriously? So watch it just for not just for that, but there's a lot of other things too. But that, there's like a major like. And they don't they don't really say his name. Okay. In, in it, I, but they show images of him and I'm just like, it's definitely that dude. Like why aren't you saying so I gotta his name? Ask, What's up? Sorry, I gotta ask. Are, are, are we talking do they hint about her being underage and the dudes being above eighteen? Or no? Well she was they were kinda ambiguous about the guy that I'm talking about, whether she was uh, of age and he because he was definitely there's a huge, well, not it's not like a ten year age difference at least between the two. Mm. So, and he is a you know a major actor, or at least he was. God damn. But anyway, uh, yeah, and I was just like, okay, <laughs> but 
I mean, just all the shit that she went through and, like, all of her friends went through. And, like, I, I didn't understand that so many people fucking died. I was just like, dude, what the fuck? People that you thought, people that you probably thought were still alive right now, they're probably not. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just life's a, life is a cruel fucking mistress. They don't, or death is, really. They don't give a fuck yeah. who, who the fuck you are. They will snatch your, your life out of you, you know, quick. Especially if you're living, like, a certain kind of life, you know. Dude, L.A.? As a child star, you know, there's a few exceptions, but for the most part, most of them don't end up like fully functional, uh, well-balanced adults. Most of them have gone in and out of rehab and had some, you know, <laughs> problems with the law and problems with mental health. I, like, uh, it's it's a motherfucker. It's a meat grinder for a lot of people. Yeah, I think the ones mm -hmm. that do have a lot of success are like in our, you know, that at least appear to be stable are the ones that are child stars and they take a step back from being a star yeah. and they might come back or they just don't come back at all. But the ones yeah. that just keep grinding through their teenage years, especially through your teenage years, and you just keep going, it's like, man, like the odds are not in your favor on being like a stable human being. They're just, they're not. Cause yeah. you know, from an early age, you know, people are treating, she even said it, like once you came on stage, like you're an adult, like they would tell, they would tell them that. You're an adult now. Mm -hmm. You're on, but they're like fucking, you know, <laughs> 10, 12 years old, like telling them they're adults and they're getting all this attention and they're being treated as adults, but they're not adults. Like we need to like really yeah. protect our children and like some of these industries, they don't do that at all. They don't give a fuck. Shout out to, um, I always mess up her name, so I don't want to butcher it on here, but you know who I'm talking about. Blossom. Uh, you oh, know, brilliant yeah. woman. Oh, yeah. PhD, like super duper smart scientist. <laughs> Uh, and then Will Wheaton. I mean, I, I think that those are some notable, it seems like, exceptions. You know? Oh, well, they both stepped away. They both stepped away uh, for like a long period of time. Yeah. Like, yeah, just like, exactly. I agree. I agree. Yeah, they both. Uh, another one is Danica McKellar. She's yeah. A, another yeah. one. She's, she's a mathematician a, now, right? She's, she, what was that? She's a mathematician now, right? She teaches math? Yeah, she, yeah. Uh, she mm -hmm. has a PhD, I believe, in mathematics. And she's written several books, but she came back to acting. So she does live action as well as voice acting. So yeah, but I think that that step back is really needed for like a lot of these kids because it's like, man, if you're getting like treated a certain way as a, as a child, it's like that's when you're developing. You like you, it, it's when you're really being taught like, you know, your actual your values, your your um your limits, like what lines you have in life, and when you're um, a child star like your your lines your boundaries are going to be all fucking skewed because the the industry is um preying on you to make them profits no matter how you fucking try to sugarcoat it they need that child actor for them to make money and so they will do whatever the fuck they need to get that money so it doesn't matter how fucked up the kid how much they're fucking up these kids as they're growing up you know it doesn't matter as long as they're getting paid and getting profits they don't really care and like this seems to be like the norm for like the vast majority of these kids i'm i'm amazed you here in 2021 that macaulay culkin is still alive well i mean i, I really am it's the same thing though he stepped back like remember he was acting yeah. as a kid and then he just he stepped away well um, and he had his problems like, oh yeah you know yeah. even while he was stepped away he, he he's said it before on plenty of podcasts he nearly died like yeah. multiple times well so. I, th I think his one of his main things is that he stepped away from acting but he didn't step away from like the hollywood life like, he was still exactly. hanging out with fucking michael jackson and all these other people that had their fucking serious mental issues from the same fucking issue you know <laughs> it's like dude mm -hmm. like you need to stabilize so, your life 
Yeah, I think the only one that probably survived uh, that whole childhood actor and starred stardom and didn't step away and that continues to have success is uh, Ashley Johnson. So she kind of pulled away and started doing more voice acting stuff and then she came back to live action. Um, she's most no- notably known to be on uh, Blind Spot. She's also the voice of Ellie in uh, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. So she's she's been doing constant work for decades she has a huge resume but yet she turned out pretty okay because she originally started out in growing pains she's christian Mm. in growing pains and she managed to grow up in hollywood and still managed to do a ton of work and still keep her head above her shoulders trying to like imagine being like a 12 year old world famous and you got literal grown women Offering you sex and and cocaine and fucking heroin and shit on a daily basis like it's candy. What the fuck, man? Yeah, bad. So the, but I mean, we're part of the problem, though. I mean, like we, we're consuming these things. You know, we're like, oh yes, we are. And but the problem is, like, we consume these things because we're trying to show like our kids like wholesome shit with kids in it. You know, <laughs> and that's. But should we be doing that? I don't know. You know, maybe we should just show them how to be a better person in our you know in our lives. That's out there for discussion, <laughs> but yeah, especially seeing like the, the amount of harm that that has been done to these kids when um, we could have just read our kids a book or some shit. Not yeah. a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah, <laughs> not, uh, yeah. not the bad one. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be careful. Uh, do y'all do y'all want to talk about this coming to America too? We promised the folks last week we would. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I seen it. it. Uh, old Ninja, you watch it too? Uh, old Ninja, you seen it? Yeah, I seen it. I, All right, I, set it. I watched it last night. All right, set it up a little bit. Um, so, Coming to America. I mean, it's the sequel to the 1989 film. This time we start in Zamunda again. But this time we see that um, Akeem is having some, I guess, uh, royalty issues. Oh, where that, he oh, has th- yeah, hold on. Let's not recap the whole movie because I don't want people to have I'm not going to recap the whole movie. I'm just going to break it down really quick. Okay. So basically, he has three daughters, and he wants a, a male heir to his throne. So he's getting flack for it, and then he finds out he might have a bastard son in Queens, New York. There you go. Good, good enough. Good enough. I, I saw it just last night. Uh, super high level. There's a whole lot of fucking cameos, and they're going heavy on the nostalgia factor. Like... You can't see this movie and not have seen the first one and know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, you need to have some reference to the classic 80s movie uh, to even, like, I don't know. To me, to even get through the first 20, 30 minutes. But um, they brought back a whole bunch. You know, they brought back a whole bunch of folks. Uh, You know, it was particularly fun for for me seeing, like, James Earl Jones. You know what I mean? Um, He's just... He's such a fucking treasure and shit. Um, you know, Arsenio's in there. They got a lot, a lot of older characters. Um, and I will freely admit, sometimes it misses the mark on the comedy, but they go, it's a true comedy. It's less romantic comedy and more straight slapstick comedy in, in a lot of ways. I'm not a particular fan of uh, Leslie Jones. I've, I've said that on this Same podcast way. many yeah. a fucking time. I, her brand of humor is kind of like nails on a chalkboard for me in general. So I kind of had to just grip my teeth and bear it, you know, sometimes when she's on screen and she has quite a few scenes in this. But the other stuff was 
mid-range enjoyable. Sometimes there was a couple times I laughed out loud. You know, a few times, you know, jokes didn't didn't fucking land. But I also will say that anytime you're following up a fucking classic, and that's what Coming to America was. It was like a classic, like the likes of which we hadn't seen at that time. Um, it's hard to do so, especially when you're talking about 30 fucking years later. But go ahead, Curtis. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It's basically a nostalgia porn. I mean, for me, really. <laughs> I mean, seeing all these people that I saw back in the day do the, oh, one ninja's gone. I don't know what the fuck happened. Hopefully they didn't die. <laughs> it just said he left. I was abrupt. Oh, he's okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, it was nostalgia porn for me. I mean, seeing it, like pretty much every single last person come back. No, almost every single last person come back on this movie was uh, was great to see. Um, even like watching like the weird cameos was just like a, uh, an eighth of a song being played from some yeah. group from the nineties. Was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like they're still they're still around. <laughs> they still got it. All right, cool. Sexual <laughs> chocolate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I really uh, I I enjoyed the movie, but I I can understand why somebody would not enjoy the movie, especially people that. Um, that are a bit younger than us. Um, <laughs> a lot of these jokes probably just fall flat. You know, um, I think that they use like a, kind of a, a lot of the same formula as the first movie. Um, yep. That's good and bad. So probably more on the bad side. Mm -hmm. But I still really enjoyed it. I, I still laughed a lot in the movie because the shit was silly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's... I, I can understand why there's mixed... Uh, mixed reactions to it but for me for my part i don't care i, I loved it a lot so I'll, yeah. I'll watch it again yeah i i i didn't absolutely love it over the top but i liked it you know what i mean I, here's the thing with the comedy it's supposed to be entertaining enough for you to laugh out loud hopefully and uh sit through it and not be bored so yeah you know i i think that, that was kind of mission accomplished in a lot of ways, I'm not like I said. I'm not going to spoil any of the the fucking cameos because that's to me one of the best parts about it. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. You know, but I mean, I, I'm not going into a comedy expecting some intricate plot that's like you know a, a Mission Impossible movie or some fucking period piece drama. Like that's not this. This is a yeah. true comedy that has uh, African and New <laughs> fake African and New York vibes or whatever. But it's also not Black Panther. You know what I mean? No. Oh yeah. So, no. 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 Like, this is yeah. If you're going into this like looking for like some fucking you know Emmy nominations, like yeah, you're probably not gonna get that. Yeah. They, it, yeah, it, no, it should, no but I still I loved it. Whoever the fuck yeah. um, Wesley Snipes' daughter was, goddamn, her abdominals was on point. And, oh my, she, and, and no, she, she is. Uh, I forget her name. We'll have to look her up. But I think she's a singer. And she yeah, yeah she yeah. was bad. I will say this, Wesley. I need him in this role again. I don't know why. Every time he was on screen, I was like, "God damn, I'm, I miss Wesley Snipes." I mean, he's like, like, I miss him in funny roles. I miss him in action roles. I just miss Wesley. He's just good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, people really they, people forget like Wesley Snipes like ran uh, a lot of Black Hollywood for a long time, especially when it came with like you know hiring um, black talent and stuff like that. Like his whole uh, was it Amon Ra Studios or whatever, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, that did a lot of really good things for, you know, the African-American, uh, actors out there. And when somebody convinced him to not pay taxes, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's where he fucked that up. And, uh, apparently Definitely. on, on, what was it? Blade three. Like they, they really disrespected him on blade three. Um, mm -hmm. whoever the fuck ran the show. 
I was watching, uh, I think it was, god damn it, I was watching a DJ, DJ Vlad interview with uh, Michael Jai White. And he was talking about, because him and Wesley Snipes are really good friends. Really good friends. Nice. And he was talking about how much, what he perceived about how those showrunners were disrespecting Wesley Snipes. Like, if you go back and look at the the posters for Blade Three Trinity, like, there was, yeah. there was posters out there that didn't even have him on it. It was, you know, wow. Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds. And it's like, but this is a blade. Like, why, why are they only them on these posters? Like, what the fuck? Like, he made... Wesley Snipes made Blade really popular, okay? Yep. He's, and he also started the MCU, something else he does not get credit for. Blade yep. started the MCU. Uh, yeah. but, for, for, but for them to, you know, have two successful movies with him as the lead actor and then for him to still be the lead actor but not on certain posters um that's that it he's right it's totally disrespectful um to Wesley Snipes to have the studio do that shit and yeah. the, the woman's I, name is sorry Tiana Taylor oh yeah yeah she's, I think she's a singer I believe is right a or a model singer she's, uh, yes singer songwriter actress dancer choreographer really in good shape Jesus Christ she's yeah, on Star Trek too Oh, fine as fuck. Yeah, she was fine as fuck. Um, uh, what's it called? Eddie's oldest daughter. Hopefully, she's appropriate age. I'm hoping. Yeah, I think I looked. I think I looked it up too. But yeah, <laughs> um, I had to pause myself. Like, wait a minute. I'm yeah. 40 years old. Let me let me stop. I forget. Um, I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. And I had to look it up too. Yeah, she, I thought she was she was great in it. She she brought a lot of humor. And even the uh, the other actress uh, that was the role of the barber woman or whatever, I thought she did a good, pretty good job. Uh, overall, fun. But yeah, Wesley, goddamn, I just I miss him. Like Passenger Fifty Seven, Wesley, yeah. fucking uh, Demolition Man, goddamn, uh, New York City, Nino Brown. You know what? This is all right. So, I think that Wesley Snipes, the term unapologetically black, that's him in every yeah. fucking movie. And yep. I fucking love it. Like he was, the, he was the the blackest dude in Hollywood for like the longest time. He probably still is. Shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's a good actor. I mean, sometimes he does some crazy shit, but you know, he's just Wesley Snipes. So yeah. Look, all I'm gonna say is, as a reminder, and I I, I love Robert Downey Jr., but he was a class act fuck up prior to Iron Man in 08. You can look it up, and I know young people are like, no, that couldn't have been right. Robert Downey. Nah. Look it up. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was a fuck-up. Like, had arrests, drug problems. He, he was just a mess. Um, so, he got a redeeming role, and he knocked it out of the fucking park. I want to see Wesley have a comeback in a whole bunch of movies and a whole bunch of roles. Uh, I think we need him. I think it'd be great. And I, he's still in great shape, too. Yeah, Just he, like I, Michael Jai White. He's, yeah, he, he's incredible shape. Yeah, he looks like... He hasn't aged. He maybe aged like three years. I'm like, yeah. bro, you went to fucking prison. How the fuck yeah. did you not age in prison? Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> anyway, do, um, do you... no, no, no. I was just uh, gonna say, I, I hope that what I would love to see is that they remade Demolition Man. We we're just talking. Papa Bear brought oh, it up. Yeah. Uh, he says yeah. Wesley Snipes in De Demolition Man was amazing. Yes, he was. He was fucking amazing. I wish. I don't always wish for for remakes. I actually just make a Demolition Man too. Well, no, because he fucking definitely died at the end of the. 
<laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, he definitely did. God damn it. Make a prequel, god damn it. Yeah, Make, the prequel. Twin brother. Yeah, like, oh, just show him, like, doing, like, all the shit that led up to, like, the end of the of the beginning of the first Demolition Man, if that made any sense. So, at, yep. the, at the beginning of the first Demolition Man is when he basically goes to cryo prison. But they made a movie about, you know, Simon... I forget his last name, but whatever. Simon Should whatever. Like, make a movie about Simon, about his incredible crime spree, and, yep. um, you know, him, like, not getting caught. And <laughs> it, it'd be just so awesome for me to, like, watch that dude do his work and just, like, kicking ass and taking names. But there's a problem that I just thought about. Fuck. That I have to explain Watch this out. away or just not even address it in the movie. The fact that all of his fighting moves he didn't know before he went to cryo prison. So that's we'll a, that's definitely we'll, 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 we'll yeah. fix it in post. Yeah. We'll do something. Yeah, we'll <laughs> fix it. You know, somebody's gotta if it just most people didn't even fucking watch the movie. So don't even bring it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll we'll have some built in plot holes. Man, and I know we're going down to this Wesley uh like reminiscent stage, but god damn it. Dude, white men can't jump. And even Money Train, like his yeah. his partnerships with fucking uh, Woody Harrelson were off the. He's the one that got me to like Woody, and I love Woody <laughs> Harrelson. But like those two together on screen, goddammit, in a buddy fucking uh, either cop movie or buddy fucking just comedy action movie, that's gold right there. Get them together again, goddammit. Yeah, I think love he's. Them. I the, the weird thing is that he's he's been acting. You know, he's been doing some acting roles. But I want to see him as more of like a lead again. You know, I, I think I think it's yeah. time. I think America's ready. Like everybody forgot about his fucking shit where he didn't pay taxes for a while. But he went to he paid. You know, he paid for you know his transgressions. So let's you can't you can't punish somebody forever when when we have a certain amount of time when they're supposed to like you know have their sentence. Like yeah. if you if you go to jail, like it seems vaguely reasonable to me. Would be more reasonable just to have him fucking pay his taxes, not go to prison. That'd be an actual, you know, him paying back his debt to society, not going back, not going to prison where he probably hasn't paid anywhere near the debt that he actually owed. But anyway, um, that goes into like mass incarceration fucking bullshit that I'm, I'm yep. going to talk about soon on a whole different podcast. So Papa Bear, that'll be one of our topics is mass is is incarceration in America. It's fucking bullshit. Um, but yeah, I mean he's he he paid his debt and. Uh, he needs to come back into you know doing more lead roles. I mean, if he needs to make his own studio again, um, somebody needs to finance that. Hey, man, if I was a billionaire, I'd fucking help you out. Seriously, you you know my uncle. Tyler, he was your fucking bodyguard. So I would definitely Perry, do that. Yeah. Tyler Perry. Uh, I, I don't like any of your Medea movies. Fun this. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? I, yeah. This would be great. Way more better. A way better way to fucking spend your money than to watch yeah. to watch you and drag again. <laughs> like like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Um, I was just going to say, you know, I, I, America loves a comeback story. Martha Stewart went to fucking prison. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I love Martha Stewart even more right now because of, like, she got street cred from <laughs> going to prison and coming back and, and doing Belgian Air Empire. You know what I mean? Like, give fucking Wesley a chance, goddammit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we could definitely do it. People love comeback stories of certain people anyway. We're not going to say who, but... Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, th I think he deserves it. I mean, he, has, he doesn't seem like a... I think he just made a, a couple of bad decisions that didn't hurt, didn't really hurt anybody, you know? No. I mean, honestly, like, uh, uh, him not paying taxes, yeah, it's bad. But just make him repay him. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. He, he could have even had really bad tax advice from a shady-ass motherfucker. Oh. I don't know. I wasn't there. 
from what I've seen, that's what it was. Is people convinced him that because there's a bunch of people out there that think you don't have to pay income taxes, which Uh-oh. technically you're right. You don't have to do shit on this planet except for fucking die. That's it. <laughs> but everything else you choose to do or not to do, it is up. There's consequences. So yep. I mean, it's it is a choice. But you have yeah. to actually, if you have the choice and it's a bad one, you have to deal with the consequences. And yeah. he dealt with the consequences. He went to you know to prison and he's out now. So and he's he's doing some work. So give this guy a fucking a decent role again. You know, I mean he's he's getting decent roles. I want to see him as a goddamn lead again. I want to see like his Hell actual yeah. acting chops again. Let's do it. Hell fucking yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you, Carlos, uh, to put you on the spot. Are you now? Are you watching any more uh, Jujutsu Kaisen? Can you get the toe in? I only watched the first episode, man, so far. And I liked it. I liked it. So I'm not going to, okay. you know, I said it like it was bad. No, it was really good. The first one was good. Um, I need to watch more. I've just been, I've been doing other things and I've been like, I've been listening to like, I've been trying to like reorganize my life a little better to like okay. make time for shit and like trying to put more of an investment in with some, like some, with some work stuff and um, getting the, the motivation into putting uh, more, uh, more resources into work stuff because what is the problem that i realized like i'm at a point in my career where i was just like i'm here i think i'm comfortable here but i shouldn't be you know what i mean like I, i've i've done a lot for my job and i feel like i'm not coasting but i'm definitely not putting in like the amount of effort that i used to but i'm still getting rewarded in the same manner and so yeah. i don't want to fall behind to where like hey you're fucking up because i'm not fucking up but I'm just not putting in the same sort of effort. So I, I, I'm going to take a couple steps back um, and start really organizing my life better. And this is going to make um, a lot of things better, hopefully including this podcast. Um, and just like making actual projects and going, getting down to fucking timelines and like just laying things out. Um, if anybody knows what a Kanban board is, I'm probably going to start using Kanban boards to like organize my life. And, uh, just, just so I know, like, Hey, I have these things that I want to do. Where the fuck am I at with these things? Um, and just like, and then going from there. Cause, and how does this relate to Jujutsu Kaisen? Not a lot, but I'm not watching anime. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe it'll be on my board. Watch more anime and I'll move it down the list. But yeah. It's not going anywhere. It's really not. And when you do get to it, I think you're going to definitely dig it. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll save that. I, well, I, um, hold on. I, I did but, catch up. Oh, here goes old ninja. He's joining now. You hear? There's no video for you. Yet. Okay. okay. We'll just keep talking. Yeah. Um, I have watched, um, I've caught up with attack on Titan, which goddamn, uh, Aaron, God damn Aaron. <laughs> I'm like, my dude, he doesn't, he came in there. He came in with basically a nuke in his hand. And I was yeah. just like, you're going to listen to me now. I'm just like, <laughs> he's, ba- he's basically a dope-ass terrorist. Yes, he I'm, is. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and we root for him, too, because we have been for four or five years now. Um, you know, he, he, he he's still, like, the main guy, and we still want him to uh, to get his, to achieve his goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> to, to become his pirate king. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm... Uh, the fact that he doesn't give a fuck about killing kids is terrible. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. All right. But also, it, it is. Mm, fuck them kids. I'm just saying. <laughs> Especially Gabby. Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Gabby. Fuck everything she's, about Gabby. She's a cunt. She might be realizing Gabby. it now. You know, I'm just saying. 
Oh, but okay. Um, for me, uh, I'm gonna switch to gaming just a little bit um, and talk about one thing that you know. I'm, I'm on my okay. PlayStation exactly. Five life. I, you know, I got off off of Surfdom, off my 2600. Uh, I am playing Miles Morales, uh, enjoying it so far. Just dip my toe in, you know. Um, but uh, I will say, for PlayStation, one of the things that I enjoyed—it seems like it wasn't very popular—but they're removing on PlayStation 4 communities, uh, which was a feature that gave you the opportunity to make both either a public or private group, you know, where you could kind of have a message board. Uh, and most of them were dedicated to certain games like Titanfall, Apex, uh, Call of Duty Zombies, etc. So that's going away in April, like really soon uh, on the PS4. But right now the PS5 doesn't even fucking have it. They had and, it, they had so it I, briefly. I, I, they had it briefly yeah. then it died early on. I, I find that odd. I, I was hoping that they would, uh, PS5 would not only have it, but would actually build upon it and improve upon uh, the, those message boards. Because here's the great thing about them, for those who aren't familiar. If you're into a older game, like let, let's say a game from a year or two ago, and it has some type of co-op uh, co-op or multiplayer element, and you're looking for people to play with it, uh, play it with, but all your friends have moved on to, you know, the latest and greatest uh, Call of Duty or Ghost of Tsushima. Well, you could uh, join one of these communities and then find some people who are dedicated to playing nothing but Titanfall 2 or Diablo 3 or whatever it is. Uh, and usually uh, level up quite quickly and, and gain some new friends that, are, that have the same interests as you. So I, I like this feature overall. Yeah, honestly, what, what's the you? I, I never used it. Um... But it was there, and there's a bunch of shit. There's a bunch of PS5 critiques that I have now that I haven't. Mm -hmm. um, that are nothing to do with, like, actual games. It's all to do with, like, the interface and, and some features that are fucking wonky and missing. And, you know, um, I have a, a thing I didn't realize until recently. Um, so usually I, I have, like, this gaming headset. Um, this one right here, which is just, like, a it's a basic like you know headset with a you know half headset with a mic on it mm -hmm. and you plug it in to your controller and it plays only the uh stuff that i'm chatting with through the through the headset unless i change it right i'll plug it into my ps5 first of all it doesn't work at all at all all right i'm like all right yeah. fine so i have to figure out some other way to do this shit if there's a mic in the controller i get that but i'll get into that later so i plug in my other like i have a clipsh Clip sheesh. I can't pronounce that fucking. It's a cool audio maker. Anyway, clips. Mm -hmm. I plug it in, and all the audio goes through the headphones, and and it gets the mic. But I don't want all the audio through there. I just want just the mic working, you know. And I want the and and I want the audio from just the chat to go through my headphones. Oh so, yeah. But if I go to my PS5 settings as it's plugged in, I tell it, you know, mic only to you know, my headset, not through the controller, it does that, but but then it puts all, like, everything back, and then I'm like, all right, but I want the audio to go just to my TV, then it puts everything back to the TV. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> like why are you doing this to me? Like, why is this, this should be a very simple thing to where I just want the fucking earbud in my ear to, and the microphone to talk through that, and the chat just to go through that. If I have some dope-ass uh, surround sound, and I, I don't want to hear it, you know shit through my headset like exactly. i don't understand why there's no there's no leeway there I, I, i'm doing i gotta do some research to see if how to fix that maybe there's a way i just don't know but so far and i'm a tech guy it's not an obvious fucking solution yeah 
Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say this. I, one of the things I do like, though, uh, and maybe it's just my TV or whatever, uh, but it might be universal. Just turning it on, it, it adjusts. Does it adjust your input to the to the PS5 input? Like, just when you turn the PS5 on? What do you does mean? that automatically happen? Like, you turn the PS5 on from oh. rest mode or whatever, and let's say you were watching TV on another input for your, you know, for that same television. Oh, okay. Th that's a feature of your TV. Um, there's okay. a, there's an eARC thing. You can turn it off if you want. No, I think it's cool. Oh, okay. I, I like it. Yeah, it, yeah. it didn't happen on the PS4 for me. But, yeah. Anyway. There's a couple things that just, you know, they, they need to certainly improve with the UI overall. Um, not that I'm completely disappointed, but, you know, again, community is for me, I like that feature. And I wanted them to just expand upon it because, you know, there are a lot of people who, for whatever reason, like, they play Doom or Doom Eternal and that is their game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or Assassin's Creed, you know, that is their game and they'll... They're like a deep down expert on that, Fortnite, whatever it is. Um, and I like to kind of talk to the real otakus of, you know, that particular game. Because you can learn a whole lot from someone who just dedicates himself to playing Borderlands 3 for the last two years. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, Old Ninja, get in here. Can we hear you? Yeah. I I've just been listening and whatnot, just having some technical issues. My rabbit ears fell off. <laughs> you, this you young kids are like, what the fuck Loma is that? knocked him off for you talking shit about it. <laughs> I was talking shit. I was telling the truth. You just, you just mad. But um, yeah, it's funny because uh, playing with Prodigy, he has a bad habit of like adding me to these groups when I don't ask for it, and I'm just like, what the, fuck, what the fuck? You gonna join today? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you peppy the pewed my ass into a fucking group. God <laughs> dang. But yeah, I have all these like groups I don't even interact with, but yet I keep getting notifications from these groups I don't even fuck with. And I get it, but when you think about it, when we play as a unit, we play with people who aren't even a part of these groups. We found them through other means. That's and through true. those means, we end up gaming almost daily sometimes and yep. these like um because this this is a feature also in the xbox uh yeah. and but it's weird to me that it's going away i figured based off of what prodigy was talking about that this would help a lot of gamers find each other especially the like massive games like star trek online um smite destiny stuff like that when they're like hey i need help there's a group here where people have been playing this for since they since the demo or the since the beta uh can i like squad up or hey i need a clan but i guess at least for destiny because that's probably the one deep dive game they have their own like separate app to help you look for other people on your phone website. you mean yeah I'm on your yes there's an app you can use on your phone the the app also interacts with the game because you can literally like change your inventory through the app while you're in the game live. Like I can nice. like move stuff around. Um, <clears throat> so if they're moving away from that, uh, I heard like people chatting, like maybe they're going to implement something different and better instead of the community thing. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, whatever, if they make an improvement, that's great. It'll, whatever to help gamers connect 
and you know build a social community based on the game that they love or whatnot that's great as far as i'm concerned however if this is going away and there's no solution there are other memes for you to connect with other people that play the same game that you like um but it, i think it's still a weird kind of thing to just take it away because it's been around for a while if i'm not mistaken yeah i think like 2015 or something like that and i didn't always use it it, it, it it's as uh obsolete as as you make it you know for certain games yeah you know old dead groups certain other games you know very active groups but i will say this you know it, in some ways it resolves the problem like i despise going on a co-op game and uh, none of the randos have any fucking mics. So I, I love to be able to say, hey, it, you know, I, I'm looking for three other players, this level, you know, everybody with mics. Uh, you know, we're starting at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, oh my God, you know, bro. for an active group, you can usually find that, you know what I mean? Rather than just kind of hoping that uh, you'll play with some good randos. Yeah, so last night, uh, mm. me and Stitch were playing uh, Zombie Outbreak. And we're playing with two randos, and like the first guy, he just like immediately went to the fucking first, like the the level thing, like where you. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like nobody has anything. Like, <laughs> why are you doing this? Why do you hate us? That's the worst. Like seriously. And then like the second, the second time we, we found somebody that were kind of a bit better, um, and we were going through, but I messed up because I, I didn't level my. I, I need to get used to like leveling, shit. So when I play solo, it's not really a big deal. Like leveling mm -hmm. my stuff because I can I have time to like move around and shit like that and I don't get swarmed um, too bad. But when you're playing with other people, like first of all, there's, there's more zombies, and then if yep. sometimes when they do something, they can literally just spawn a shitload of zombies around me. And if I'm if I'm under leveled, I'm gonna get fucked up. And I learned that um, yesterday. I, I we got to like round four and I was getting fucking ass raped. Mm -hmm. I was the I was the embarrassing one, and I'm a good gamer. I just I just fucked up. Anyway, what, what, what's your build? What's your build right now? Sorry, I, I wasn't on with you. What's your build? <laughs> oh, now? I have a, I'm a, I'm a healer. I have a healing aura, and then I have a, a what is it? The, the Type sixty three, uh, semi auto. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, it's it's good, but you know, you have to like level it up, you know, because it's semi auto. Uh, mm -hmm. If y'all, I mean, like, when you're playing like zombie up, like zombie games, having a full auto is definitely the way to go. All right. It, it's way easier to fucking play the game when you have something that's fully auto. Because when yeah. you're, you know, semi-auto, you have to fucking click a whole bunch of times, and when you're playing on the fucking PS5 controller, your fucking, your finger will get tired. Because there's, like, there's resistance that is, like, way more mm -hmm. resistant to what you're used to. So, like, having shot placements actually counts. Anyway, um, so we are playing with, like, these randos, and I was like, you know, Kamek, she was asking, like, to, to come to bed, and I was like, you know, this is my, my last round. And I was just trying to get to like two rounds and or one round, but these guys kept like going through the next round. I was like, I have to fucking go. Like, yes. I, I'm not trying to stick around. Um, like, if we if we go through another level, I'm just gonna. I, I was like, we went through another level, and I was like, I'm just gonna run. I'm gonna be the asshole. I'm, I'm just gonna run mm -hmm. straight for the fucking thing, and just fucking get it done. If we die, we die. Fuck, I don't give a shit. I need to go. So, yeah. <laughs> luckily, uh, we made it through, and they understood. Oh. Okay, let's exit out now. I'm like, yeah, thank you, Jesus Christ. But we couldn't talk to them because they had no fucking mics. You know? It's the worst. It's the fucking worst. I, the I, worst. I'm totally with you with the full auto. I'm running a full auto shoddy, and I fucking love it. The only thing is the reload time is, is ass. But when I get that perk for um, uh, the speed perk or whatever, not the speed running, but the other one, um, that that uh, mitigates that because I don't have uh, as long to, to reload or whatever. But 
other than that, man, I, yeah, full full auto is the way to go. I hate the semi auto. It is, but you, what's cool? Though, I like having like sort of high accuracy. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, when I last looked, my accuracy was like fifty nine percent, which for Dang. like Call of Duty is pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, should I be yeah, spraying uh, and praying, man? Yeah. <laughs> so I got a I got a kind of confession to make. I'm mm. I'm one of those people when you're in a lobby where I have a mic but I don't speak. Fuck, <laughs> fuck everything about you i'll fuck be sitting couch. there and i'll just be listening but this is me playing with other this is when i'm solo if i'm solo and i join like a random lobby because it's me and three other people and i don't know if they're in a party chat or whatever but i'll have my mic on so i can hear them talk and then people will figure it out if they're like hey we're trying to get this if you have a mic come with us and when they realize I'm with them and I'm contributing, like, oh, he must have a mic, but he's not saying anything. They're like, oh, I guess it's fine because he's still he's still here. So. And then they call you the N word. No, that's what and, I was gonna say. Uh, Aren't you talking? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, that happens. That happens at the end game lobby where I can't. Yeah. This is like that happens. You know what's insane time. to me? Not all the time. Like how much we've all normalized somebody calling us the N word after speaking. Mm -hmm. In uh, mm -hmm. in multiplayer games, like seriously, mm -hmm. America, listen to uh, the world, listen to us. <laughs> As a black dudes, we say any words, we sound any sort of kind of black on multiplayer. They will call us like a lot of people will just fucking start saying the n word, and just in general, yep. not even saying anything. The people just say the n word a lot. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? And these are like kids, like yeah, with the hard art. Twelve year olds, yeah, twelve year olds, twelve, yeah, twelve to twenty one. <laughs> but they do with their hard R. Once they get, and then, or if they, what's even weirder is if you, they see your gaming avatar is maybe is like an African American male or female, they start dropping the N word, as well. Yeah, the, to me, I, and, and this is a distinction I've seen. I, 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 it used to happen like more multiplayer, you know, yeah. even like com direct competitive. Yeah. But when I hear that bullshit in in like. Uh, co-op I'm like we're on the same fucking team like yeah, you know what, yeah. I mean? like, the first we're trying to be working together and you just drop an inward bomb it's like yeah. like I'm I'm healing you this I'm is, literally yeah. healing you as you're down you're so racist you don't want to win yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck because huh? <laughs> I'm definitely not gonna heal you <laughs> yeah fuck your racist ass <laughs> yeah. the funny thing is like when you're playing with those people and you don't respond and they figure that you can't hear they can't you can't hear them so they keep going and they keep going and then when you say something to them they try to backtrack i'm like no you didn't do that i gotta guess what you're getting reported i like recorded this i'm gonna post this make sure yeah. your uh your gamer tag your psn is displayed fully well, you know, okay, Peace so out. same thing with um, same thing with the uh, regiments and um, or whatever they call it in uh, Cold War when they have like clans. Like a lot of them have racist clan names and they think they can mm -hmm. get away with it. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? So this actually gets back to another conversation that me and KMAC had the other day um, about like talking to like your your significant other, your your wife, spouse, whatever the fuck, um, your partner. Is there? Uh, there are so many people that change the way they speak around their significant others. You guys know about this, right? Hmm. Uh, keep going. Of course. I might. Like when you see like, uh, <laughs> there's been guys that I've known that will speak a certain way around their wife, 
but then they'll change their entire personality around like their friends. We're not friends anymore because all these people are like basically the same kind of person that I don't like to associate yeah. with. But have you seen this like in? Like they're they're worse oh. with their friends and then more angelic with their wife. Is that what yes, you yes, especially yeah, yeah. Okay. I've seen that yeah. and, and vice versa. Yes, <laughs> it, where it they're is angelic with their friends, but they're a demon to their wife or significant other. Damn. Yeah, I've so seen I'll, that too. I was watching some like cause I've been every now and again I'll go through like some videos about these. You know, red pill guys. This is all like the whole MGTOW thing, and also like Steve Harvey, who I fucking can't stand. Wait, I'm sorry. The what was that again? MGTOW. MGTOW. The men going their own way. I can't mm, heard of that okay. term before. This, this is new to me. But, oh, holy speaking. shit! Holy. This is like a whole fucking. This is a whole thing. All right. Whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Speak on it. Speak they, on they it. They have some. They have some valid points. They have some valid points. But some of them go too far. All right. So men going their own way are basically a bunch of dudes that are just like, you know, all women are the same. They're out there to you know to fuck all men over. Fuck them. They're just gonna go their own way. They're, they're not gonna they're not gonna get involved in like long term relationships. They're not gonna you know try to help women out to do anything. You know, like they're just they're going they're, they're doing their own shit. They're trying to be what they think their version of happy is um, without women. Some of the points are valid. Some of them are are more ridiculous. But um, one of them, like Steve Harvey was talking about, he's not a MGTOW guy, but he is of the same kind of mindset of, he was talking about how men, they're supposed to talk different with their friends than they do with their significant others. And I'm thinking about it, I was like, I don't really speak differently around like KMAC than I do with like my friends. I might have different topics that I'll talk about, but I don't mm-hmm. speak different. Like I don't, there's no code switching there. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think that with a lot of... Because that, that's really what it is, is. It's really just code switching. Of like, you're you're putting on a show for your partner. And then you show your... Or maybe it's the other way around. Where you're you're putting mm-hmm. on a show for your friends. And then you're, you know, your you're normal self with, uh, with your partner. But it's just like... I feel like you're kind of like an incomplete person at that point. This is like my, my fucking super hot take. Is that you're not really mature enough to, to understand that... You can have a partner and friends that can um, enjoy the more truthful version of yourself. You know, Ooh. I know people out there that think I'm an asshole. They're fucking rightly so. I can be an asshole. It's, it's totally true. It's fine. Um, and it, and we're not on the best terms and we're not friends and that's fine with me. I, I, I can accept that I'm, I can be an asshole at times. But when it comes to like my core group of friends, all you people know who the fuck I am. You know how I talk? Yep. You know, you know my 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 thoughts on things. My thoughts do change on certain subjects, but you all know what the fuck they are. Um, I'm not out there telling you one thing to one group and telling another group another thing to another group. I think that that's incredibly disingenuous and uh, real sneaky fucking snake shit that people do. And yeah. I think a lot of men, actually, you know, women do it too. But I, I can only speak about it from the men's side because I see it with men more. Because obviously, I don't see the other side from women because I'm not in the other women group. Um, but when I see it on the man side, like I disassociate with those kinds of people because I don't know when they're lying to me and like what they're actually like as a person. Two, two quick things. Uh, sounds like these guys, uh, one way or another, are afraid of their wives or afraid of their significant other, afraid that they'll learn about the quote unquote real them if they're acting more devilish or, or uh, off the hook with their, just their friends. Uh, I agree with you that you could uh, certainly have a, a deeper bond if you're the, your real self as a man with your your woman. Um, and then 
secondly, I would say in terms of, um, you know, just, I don't know, the, the whole relationship with, with the, the, the woman, or I'm sorry, the MGTOW stuff. Um, these guys sound like, <laughs> to me, it sounds almost incel-like in terms of, <laughs> If, if you truly believe that all women are the same and you don't want to have anything to do with them, then you're also telling me that you're celibate too, right? Well, no, I so mean, a, a lot of them use women basically just for sex and, and it's just for, you know, through whatever means that they need to do to like have sex with them, they'll do it, but then it's just for sex. Like they're, they're not looking for any long-term relationship. Which, but, um, li but like lying to them too? Some of them, they tell them up front, but I mean... Okay. So this is something that I guess is more specific to like me and Prodigy. Alright, so when... I don't know if you have the same issue with... It's not an issue. How do I put it? Me and Prodigy are probably never going to get married. To anybody, right? I mean, I'm not speaking... I don't want to speak just for, for me or for you. Yeah. That's probably... That's true for you, right? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. So when, when you bring this up to like, you know, a significant other, like there can be some issues there, you know, if like, um, the, I think the main thing is, you know, are you going to be there for me over the long term? You mm -hmm. know, so I, I totally understand that thing, but, um, a piece of paper that's government stamped is not going to make me more or less likely to leave. Well, actually it'll make me it'll make me less likely to leave you only because of fear of um wage loss and yeah. i think that living um a life of fear to stay in a relationship um is not the way to go i mean for me oh. is that the I'm prodigy i don't want to put words in your mouth so no no you're speaking the truth i'll okay. stop you if you're wrong but yeah keep going yeah i think that most people don't really seem to understand that but these these MGTOW people they're not interested in dealing with like they basically just don't want to deal with women problems um, when I say women problems, please take that, um, I'm putting that, I'm not trying to sound sexist with it, but women have different, um, wants and needs that you have to figure out. Okay. And I think that some people this that are true. on the MGTOW side, they're not willing to really understand women and that they are not all the same, um, <laughs> that they, they have their own, you know, specific wants and needs. And yeah, some of them are poorly communicate. Just like most men poorly communicate. This is why we have this whole fucking divorce issue. It's because people poorly communicate with, with shit. Like, what they actually want and need. Um, but to, like, sit there and, like, say that you don't want to have any sort of long-term relationship and, but just have sex with them. Well, then I think that unless the person knows that that's what you're doing, then you're doing some really fucked up shit. Like, you're, you're basically... Because anybody that... When, when you bring sex into anything without explicitly saying, hey... We are never going to have a relationship, and you're very specific in saying that. Then you're being an incredible fucking asshole to be, to to whoever the fuck you're doing that to, because for most people, um, sex is like the highest form of intimacy, and for them to like literally let you enter or them to enter your body, if you want to put it the other way around, um, <laughs> is uh, it's really fucked up to like really betray somebody's trust like that because they're, they're trusting you with that. Yeah, I, I will say. Um... You know, obviously lying to someone isn't cool. Uh, and just to prove that obviously not all women are the same, um, there are many, many women who are very much down for hookups and yeah. casual sex yeah. as well, who want nothing to do with you relationship, you as a male relationship-wise. They just want the fucking pee-pee, the fucking 
uh, you know, nut and snake or, you know, the cream, <laughs> the cream that's coming out of your fucking dick. I don't know. Um, <laughs> in, in, in any event, uh, yeah, th- th- these guys sound a bit weird. If, if you are lying to lying to said woman, then I think that that's kind of shady. Um, the other stuff I just kind of have to take with a grain of salt and, you know, take it on a case by case basis. But certainly I'm not down for the whole lying to people, especially when there's literally apps on your phone that uh, with people uh, of the opposite sex that are at least uh, online saying that they're down for hookups. Well, even like, I mean? well, even those apps are like, well, this whole problem with like when you're down for hookups, like you're only down for hookups for like for so long. I think like, but there there are single milfs in my area right now looking to fuck right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> well, I I just think that you know people, they're really not honest. And, you know, I I've done some dishonest stuff, um, but it's not it never to hurt somebody. Not not like that anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think the problem is that people are not honest, like what they actually want and need. And if you think that you know if if, if whatever you want and need is to just be by yourself and occasionally fuck some chick. And then die alone. Okay, I guess you know that's that's on you. I, I I can't really really judge you on that, but I think that the vast majority of people, you know, when it comes down to it, you really want somebody there for you, um, in a different way than your boys. <laughs> you know, like there's there's some times where you need some uh, you need some help that's not going to come from from dudes. And yeah. I'm not I'm not talking about anything sexual. You know, uh, and I'm not saying that you know. It's not okay to cry in front of your friends or anything like that. I uh, I literally cried a day over a dude. I'm not gonna say who the fuck it was, but it's from happiness. <laughs> so um, that shit happens. But yep. uh, I think that there's there's certain things that people need in a relationship that that's just the way that, that we're designed as people. Like it, it, it has nothing to do with like necessarily even the man woman thing. You know, it's like there's a thing with like a bond with somebody that you're attracted to and you have a relationship with that you have a bond and if you're missing that bond i think that you're missing a, a good portion of life and i'm i'm not an advocate for marriage i'm not but there's a bond that you could have with people outside of marriage that i think people are just some people are, are gonna miss and they they're probably not even gonna realize they miss it until they're like really like really fucking old <laughs> when it's like it's vast it's like way too late you know and, and that's gonna be a sad day yeah and, but but aren't you discriminating against the asexual types? <laughs> I'm just fucking. No, I mean, for them, it's I'm not putting an issue. It out there. Yeah, <laughs> if you're not attracted to, to any sex, then none of this applies to you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> none <laughs> applies to you. Do your own thing, whatever, whatever that is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I'm gonna really quickly take a, a, a sharp left and go back to Call of Duty and just say, it is awesome. Shout out to Janie uh, from Southern California. If you've never been in a lobby with her, whenever some dude sl- says some slick ass shit, uh, whether it's racist shit or sexist shit, she lights his ass fucking up with a fucking tirade, and it's the greatest thing ever to be in the lobby with her. Good, yeah, I, I love seeing that shit. I love like we- <laughs> I love I love watching weak ass dudes get belittled. Yeah, like seriously, I- I've- that's one of my fucking favorite things. If I could jack off to it, if it was actually like sexual out to me, I'd fucking do it. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> I love weak ass dudes getting put in their place, uh, especially when like because they think they're they're so anonymous online. I can just say whatever the fuck I want. It's like yeah, but somebody else can say whatever the fuck they want back to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I I think I read somewhere they did a survey of like um, of women gamers, and the the dudes that that will say the most against them 
And it was like, I think the most of them were like single dudes that, um, oh God, I can't remember the fucking statistics. So, but it's a really yeah, it was, sing it was single males that were, that performed less than less. the women. Yeah, that's what it was. They were the ones who belittled them the most versus the opposite. Men who performed well with women who did as good or maybe, I think it was a little less. They were more encouraging and supportive to the women that they were playing with even uh and it was like a weird i guess it was a full-on study that they had these results it was pretty pretty interesting yeah i think that's funny it is funny but it's 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 not surprising this is how yeah. fucking weak ass weak ass bitches work you know they just everything you know is is external to them like all, all their problems is somebody else is doing you know it's, it's not just that you lost it's because oh the, my controller's fucked up or oh you know you know, some other bullshit. They don't want to just recognize it. They just suck. Like, it happened to me last night. Like, when I was playing the, when I was playing Call of Duty, I was like, you know what? Fuck, man. I, I'm, I was kind of complaining a little bit. It's like, you know what? I'm that fucking guy right now. I was like, I'm the guy who didn't upgrade his shit on time. I didn't fucking get enough packet punches. I'm, I'm not getting enough kills to get my fucking score up. I'm fucking up. I'm sorry, guys. So, I'm going to get better the next time. But, you know, you're all playing the same game as me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not cheating for you. I just fucked up. Yeah. And that's part of the fucking process. Like, literally, it, every gamer should know this. It's about dying and improving and getting better. It really is. Yeah. And the only way you're going to get better is to eat fucking shit and suck at something for a while. Now, a lot of us who have been playing for years, you know, have, you know, ate shit in fighting games or ate shit in first-person shooters. Way back in the platformers. day. Platformers. He now means platformers. What he's talking about is platformers to this day. Uh, is what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, those, are terrible. Are those are hard. Those are hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a second jump I do after I'm in there. <laughs> yes. You press the button um, literally twice. <laughs> I, I didn't get that last part. That last part was hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, get better, you know. And then even if you're, even if you're not improving all that fucking much, Enjoy the fucking time that you have. It, it, we don't get to interact during this fucking pandemic face-to-face. -face. I want to be in the same room with you guys. We're not doing it. So at least I get to virtually hang out a little bit sometimes. So yeah. enjoy that. Except with those fucking randos without mics. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. God damn it. Um, there's a gay Captain America. Oh, so... uh, <laughs> coming to Marvel. Yeah, so apparently the, the headline was fucked up. Like, it, he's not yeah. a gay Captain America, so that's one thing, IGN, shame on you. I hate when people do D Don't lie in your fucking headline, all right? Just fucking stop it. Clickbait. Uh, yeah, it's just, just clickbaity Click shit. Tell, tell us what it really is, though. Break it down. So apparently somebody that's inspired by Captain America, and okay. he is kind of trying to take up, like, his mantle or whatever, but he's a, a gay kid that's fighting for LGBTQ plus plus community. Um, and his character design is terrible. I'll just play mm. it out like that. It's fucking terrible. Like, it looks what like... What do you mean by character design before they, people get mad at new keyboards? Go <laughs> yes. ahead. The way that he looks, that he's drawn and colored in as, looks terrible. Um, it looks like his shield is like a trash can lid. It, I, I swear to God, it looks exactly <laughs> like it. Yeah. His, it's uh, gotta be. Yeah, his... I don't know how I fucking put this without sounding homophobic. But the the design is almost fucking 
caricatures of somebody that, that's that's get, let me fucking pull up. Maybe, let me make sure I'm not fucking tripping. I've been I've been drinking. So let I, me just make I will sure say I'm not this. fucking tripping. I've seen it, and to me, it looks he looks like a homeless Captain America. That's what he looks like. I mean, he he's dirty. He's got like a ragtag, you know. He's got suspenders and ripped shirt, ripped jeans and stuff. And you know, I'm just like, well, if if this is a new character or whatnot. Why doesn't he have a sick-ass suit? I mean, throughout the Marvel Universe, there's been all these wars and battles across the U.S. There's got to be some kind of tech laying around everywhere, either uh, AIM, uh, Hammer, uh, Stark, uh, some scroll tech, something where he could have pieced it together and spray-painted it or whatever, uh, Captain America, and give him, you know, a decent functioning suit or whatnot. I mean, his suit looks like it doesn't protect him for shit. So there's not even a suit. It's just clothes. Let me say this real quickly. I'm semi with you guys, but what I will say is uh, maybe throughout the, the, the run, maybe it's him acquiring uh, a better suit and coming into his own as a hero. I'm okay with a hero starting out looking, you know, a little shit. You know, in terms of uh, of their original suit, and then maybe upgrading and, and getting into their iconic suit later, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, you know, that could be so, that could fit. I was I was just about to get to that, but I'm I'm hoping that run because this is a limited series run, according to uh, Marvel. So, okay, I will pull up the uh, the character design for all the folks that are in the uh, you know the Infinity Vault. Infinity Vault. Um, so yeah, this character design from this just this is the one shot that I saw, and it looks like a terrible character design. I mean, he's wearing overalls. The shield does does look like a trash can lid. I'm sorry, it really does. He's got a neck scarf on, which is fucking weird. Um, and it just looks is it doesn't look good. Like seriously, it's not a great character. It's not a. It doesn't look like Captain America to me. And the weird thing is that it looks like the name of the comic is called. The United States of Captain America, which is like, okay, that's a fucking weird name. But um, if he's just somebody that's picking up the mantle, definitely don't call this guy Captain America. I'm not saying that because um, the the character is gay. I'm saying that because there's literally, within the past, what, five fucking years, there's been two Captain Americas. One is yeah. white, one is black. Let's not have a fucking third, all right? If Make a new... Um, Marvel's fucking it up again. They're fucking it up again. I where they are doing this thing where they're um putting all these characters in when they don't need to. Like just make a new fucking character. How was that if you really if you are really in to LGBTQ plus plus communities and you really want to uplift them, then make a new fucking character that is badass. That is not predicated on a different character that already exists. It's so incredibly fucking lazy for you to sit there and just slap a name from an old character onto a onto somebody else that is not that character. It's you're just you're not fooling me. You're trying to ride the wave of Captain America to uplift this character. Stop it. Make a new fucking character with a whole new background, a whole new name, and do all that shit and promote them. Promote them. This is the only reason why this is getting picked up by so many fucking entertainment things. Is because you named him Captain America. That's yep. it. Yep. I, I'm going to say this. Um, I would prefer, and again, I'm not part of the uh, gay, lesbian, uh, uh, 
community by a community, but <laughs> I know that there are plenty of great comic characters that I already love. You know, I've mentioned it a million times on this cast, but Iceman of the X-Men has been gay in canon for decades and decades. I feel like he doesn't get nearly enough shine, even though I love the current uh, Krakoa arc and everything Hickman has done with X-Men. I think it's some of the best stuff. Yeah. I still don't see nearly enough Iceman. You know what I mean? And and his unique uh, perspective. And there are some other characters in the whole X-Men world, like Pyro, um, North Star. There's there's quite a few um, that 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 are in there. But it definitely, again, Iceman is an Omega level mutant. Show him some fucking love. Like you know what I mean? It, to me, that's like a no brainer. And then I'm also gonna uh, quickly uh, give a little bit of shade too for the DC side. Um, you know, there I have no problem whatsoever with them celebrating Pride Month in June. No problem whatsoever. But they're doing, you know, a, a Pride Month uh, series at highlighting the gay, lesbian, bisexual characters in DC. But you know who's not on the fucking cover? Hmm. Diana. And you made this big deal a few years ago about her being bi and whatnot. I'm like, well, is she or is she not? You know what I mean? Like, she, she's one of the faces of the Trinity. And so I, I guess to me, I'm always like, you don't show her in any type of relationship with any uh, with any female characters from a sexual standpoint, which, you know, whatever. Um, and I understand that bisexual people can date just men if they're a woman. I understand that. I get it. But you never show it. And then you also, for your highlight issue of, uh, you know, Pride Month, you also don't put her in there, too. So yeah. to me, it sounds like you want your cake and, and to eat it, too. Either make her a true bi character and put that out in front or don't. I, I You know, like, make a decision. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you, man. Uh, honestly, yeah, just stop. I, I just feel like they're, they're trying to do the safest way possible for the LGBTQ, you know, community when stop doing it safe. Like seriously, just fucking stop it. Make a new character with a whole new backstory um, that is not predicated on some old character and roll the dice. See if people are receptive to it. Then you will know where your audience lies. You will know that. But instead, you know, you're going to rely on, oh, we're going to, you know, have this person take out the mantle of, you know, this, this, and that. And yes, I had the same problem with, you know, the Falcon doing it. Because it's it the same time period where Marvel was doing all this other fucking shit where if you watch any goddamn MCU movie and you picked up a comic, they were not the right, right ethnicity or the right gender. Like, if you were watching, if you were re if you were watching the movie compared to the comics. Yep. And it was wrong. It was wrong. And they're going to keep doing it again. And it was disastrous for them last time. This is the reason why... Uh, DC really ran ahead because they decided to go in a whole different direction. Um, and they, they came out on top in, in that... Uh, I forget the fucking... What they were doing Re then. Rebirth. Or... Yeah, Rebirth and a couple other things. Yeah, it was most, mainly Rebirth. And, and they fucking killed it. Because Marvel was fucking up. Because they were trying to like get, convince you that um, you know Jane Foster was Thor. Um, and don't get me wrong. Jane Foster as Thor was actually a really good story. You know, now she's Valkyrie. But um, they should have just made her Valkyrie from the get-go. You know? It was well written in, but, you know, and the same thing with, like, you know, X-23 and um, there's a whole bunch of other characters. They're just like, and, and She-Hulk, She-Hulk she was the worst one. 
because she didn't do any She-Hulk shit for the for the, for yeah. the first three fucking episodes, three, the three issues. Like I said, the first three because that's I after the third one I was like I'm done. If you ain't gonna fucking Hulk out, bitch, you ain't the Hulk. I'm I'm gonna tell you this, and I love the actress that they got for She-Hulk. She was uh, on Orphan Black, a British show, BBC show that was really good. Yeah. Incredible actress. She played like 50 different roles on the show. I'm worried though. She-Hulk from the comics historically has always owned her fucking sexuality and what i mean by that is she wears what the fuck she wants she fucks who the fuck she wants you know what i mean like she she she's always been kind of a a, a progressive vixen and doing owning her own sexuality i hope that they include that i haven't even seen a teaser for the disney plus show i hope that they incorporate that not to, not saying that it has to be a porn or she has to be having sex every single fucking uh, episode i'm not saying that but you know, don't completely change the character and take away the fact that she does like to be who she is from from the standpoint of, yes, I'm a woman and yes, I look good. And and I like to flaunt it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, as, like a, an, as an avid um, comic book reader, I think that what, what Marvel has done terribly is that they're trying to, to pull in these non-comic book readers into comics based upon the fact that they'll see oh well captain america is gay now i'm interested yeah. but then they'll read it and they'll see like how shallow these characters are so fucking yeah. shallow these characters are um and what especially when they get rewritten like jesus christ uh captain not captain uh america chavez was fucking terrible it was yeah. terrible because they decided to make her you know, she, yeah, she she was a, a lesbian superhero. She had a, ba a badass power set. But she went from being in the Ultimates, from being like a, a fucking powerhouse, to going back to college. Yeah. Who the fuck is buying comics to read about a superhero going back to college? You don't believe me? Where's that fucking comic book at now? That, there's a new comic out now, but it's she's not in college anymore. And that writer is... I, I don't think she's writing for that comic anymore because... It's a terrible idea. Stop writing for um, these really, what you think this group would want and just make it, write it as a normal story with a normal, with, uh, when I say normal, I'm not talking about their sexuality. I'm just saying write it with the same fucking fervor and discipline that you did when you made Steve Rogers as Captain America. You know what I mean? You, you didn't create Steve Rogers and then call him. I can't. I'm trying to think of a comic before fucking Captain America. But whatever came out before, you know, Captain America, he didn't just slap it on there. We're like, oh, this is this is the fucking new guy now, you know? Because traditionally, those those, are, those have never worked. It's they've never worked. Yeah. The the only slight exception I would say is um, the Jay Garrick flash to Barry Allen. I think did, but I think that's the the one exception. But then I also want to bring up this really quickly, and I've I've seen a whole lot of back and forth on this. Um, Mar to me, just like I got on DC with Diana and the whole, you know, buy but not promoted, but sometimes not. Figure out what you want to do with the whole possibility of Deadpool sexuality. Now he's only dated women, you know, in the comics, and he's married women, and and obviously we have two movies, rated R movies, where he's been interested in only women. But then there's always this thing that I keep seeing online of you, you know that Deadpool's really uh uh either buy or pan or something like that and i'm just like okay if that's what you truly believe marvel not the fans then 
you kind of need to showcase that in a a more overt manner to me because I I just don't get that. I, I it's not that I don't get that you know someone could have that quote unquote sexuality. I, I don't get from the character how we've only seen him in female male female relationships, but really and truly in his heart of hearts, he's he's uh, bi and pan. I, you know. Either do it or don't. Yeah, it's like, like it goes back to like it's laziness, and they don't they don't want to take an actual chance. They they're taking the safest route available to. Uh, it's to me, it's fucking pandering. I mean, it really is. Like either you have the yeah. balls to to make a new character, and to like actually have this character be what you say they are, or you don't. But they try to get like, and yeah, on the first couple of issues, you will get, you know, a, a rise in uh, in buyers. But after a while, after the first couple of issues, like you'll see that oh, this is just fucking nonsense. Yeah, I was going to mention Negasonic uh, Teenage Warhead. They did have her <laughs> with the, with her relationship, and, and, and I was all for it. I, mean, I don't have any problem with it whatsoever. But you know, if you're going to do it, do it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's my fucking main point. Goddamn. It, oh, did you got anything on this? Um, <clears throat> going back to so really quickly, we, we didn't really touch on the new or I don't want to say gay cat but the new Captain America his name is uh, Aaron Fisher so apparently the story is about um, Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson traveling the US looking for his shield and then on their travels um, also on their travels they're also looking for people that were inspired by um, Captain America or you know the mantle and they come across uh, Aaron Fisher according to a press release they don't release any more details or at least not that I saw unless I missed something but they, are um, they come across him and I guess he joins them in their crusade or something like that I don't know who has the shield and obviously from the from the drawings it doesn't look like he has Captain America's shield looks like his crash lead <laughs> yeah trash so yeah. that um, <laughs> I, I think that I'm hoping that they give because to me I feel like it's a little disrespectful to um, give this character a really shitty costume I thought they're gonna give this I was expecting a, a super badass costume with like changes like actual changes like you know um, maybe a little bit more beefed up or just a different color scheme or something and and no it's like oh this guy and i, I get it because he's uh, his character is supposed to protect the homeless the transient and like one other demographic where he basically is trying to protect the people that don't have a real protector and like the you know like in the slums or whatnot so i kind of get that but i was like well dude if you're going to protect these people you should have something that protects yourself and from the drawings based off the drawings he has nothing like that he doesn't have anything that looks like it protects him from harm i mean but just... technically old ninja um spider-man just has like you know lycra on so well but he also according to the so <laughs> according to the artists and the writers this person has no powers uh, yeah, okay. yeah there's that um, I, I mean, all the non-powered people, Iron Man, Green Arrow, Batman, usually have a whole lot of money in tech that's cutting edge. Even Daredevil, yeah. Yeah, Daredevil, yeah. Well, I mean, Daredevil tech, doesn't he technically have Enhance? Oh, um, yeah, goddamn it, you're right, yeah. yeah. My bad. <laughs> so, and, know, he also has a padded suit, hey. but yeah. Um, yeah, just, you know, the, the premise of it sounds terrible. I mean... 
If, if you lost your shield and it's made of vibranium, maybe call T'Challa. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, maybe not to be an asshole, but hey, we've been proven wrong before on this podcast, uh, especially with uh, Petty Jenkins with uh, Wonder Woman. That's probably the most yeah. notable one where we've been horrifically wrong about, you know, people yeah. don't know. We thought they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Petty Jenkins did with the, with the first Wonder Woman. So hopefully we're wrong with this one and it's not fucking terrible. It does, it, and it gives... Uh, you know, respect and reverence towards the, you know, LGBTQ community and while also, you know, telling a compelling story in the comics. But right now the premise just sounds, the premise, it sounds even more terrible. Like you're looking for a shield. It, it just sounds dumb to me, but maybe it's because I'm, I'm a fucking old man. Um, and I, I, don't well, give a shit about I feel like they're something. hiding details to not give away too much. Well, or maybe maybe the details aren't that great. Um, but I, I, will say, I will say this too. Full disclosure, I'm not a, a big Captain America reader. I, I love Chris Evans in the Avengers movies and, and what he did in his solo trilogy. I think that, that's some of the best of the MCU. I'm all on board with that. But other than Chris Evans playing Cap in the, in the movies, I'm not a huge Captain not America. Not even with the ta Coats? Huh? Did you read the ta Coats run? I haven't. I haven't. I heard some some fairly mixed things. It's, okay. I, it's not bad. I mean, it's, but I don't know. So when Tanasi Coates first picked up Black Panther, it was it was pretty decent for a while, and then it got kind of like not so great when he went to when he went to space. Um, I agree. Yeah. So I, it it also was it felt a, <laughs> this is a weird way of putting it, but it felt a little too wordy too in terms of the politics. I, I care about Wakanda politics. Yeah, but, that's that, but yeah. He, he did a deep dive at, at times that just kind of took me out of it because I'm like, okay, I care about Wakanda as it relates to the larger wor Marvel world, you know, and and sometimes just the micro level of politics of of, of Wakanda didn't quite seem as exciting enough for me you know it could have been my mood i don't know no no i, I actually i i will uh echo that sentiment where sometimes it is just kind of like all right you're going kind of deep but at the same time i mean he's trying to he, he was trying to do something something different sort of different somebody mm -hmm. might be listening to this might be wondering why i'm pausing because i'm trying to like rewind what i was just saying about the uh you know the, the gay captain america and it's just like well why do you give him leeway but that guy not or whoever the fuck made that character um, well, cause I already read it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I can totally see that. Cause sometimes, yeah, it is kind of like you, you're getting in there. Is this really Marvel comic, um, level of detail you want to get into when I say Marvel yeah. comic level, when it gets to like DC level or not DC, I'm sorry, image level detail, mm -hmm. I will give a that I would give way more leeway to, um, yeah. Like I'll reading the Black Monday murders with which is not completed. Jonathan Hickman again, fuck you. Um, that you didn't complete another comic, but also I love you. So there's that. Um, Black Monday murders. I'm literally reading about um, the U.S. financial system in this comic yep. book, and it's fucking crazy wordy. But I'm loving. It. I'm I mean I'm eating that shit up, you know. But when you know Tanasi Coates does it, I'm just like. Uh... <laughs> So yeah, I, I understand that there's it, it's. I guess it's subjective. It I, I just I, I I didn't expect to like have that level of detail in a Marvel comic, but when it comes to like Hickman doing it, so yeah, I there is some 
different levels of expectation that are there. So yeah. fault me for it. It's it, fine. Comic books are about the art, the writing, and and really that intangible way they make you fucking feel sometimes, you know? And it has to, at least for me, it has to be kind of all three. And sometimes it's surprising what can fucking connect with you and certain things that, that fucking just don't quite hit. Or they used to hit, and then <laughs> either you've changed, they've changed, or something in between, and it just doesn't doesn't work. Uh, I, I have much respect for Ta-Nehisi Coates. I, I think he's great. Uh, especially as a uh, nonfiction uh, writer, um, and I, maybe I'll give the cap uh, run that he had a, a chance. Maybe it's actually and I, actually the, the one I want to really try that I keep hearing great things about on Twitter is uh, the uh, Donny Coates Thor run. I think well, it's the most recent one. Yeah, Donny Cates has been like a really he's been doing Donnie a really Cates. good job uh, lately. Um, I I'm, I'm like three weeks behind on comics, okay. like on all, on all comics. Because usually I'm like three weeks behind or more than like certain comics, but like on all comics I'm three weeks behind at this point, probably four. Um, but yeah, the, the King in Black has been has been really good so far. Um, the main story, all right. So yeah. I'll give a giant fuck you to Marvel about having all this ancillary fucking King in Black. I'm gonna fucking pull in all these other comics, blah 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 blah. Fucking stop it, please God, stop it. <laughs> like it, just tell the fucking story, like literally, like. There's probably at least a hundred comics that have the that have the King in Black like tie into it. Why are there so fucking many? Like, seriously, stop. And also, I'll give a fuck you to DC. Also, while I'm at it, while I'm saying fuck you to like you know comic book makers um, <laughs> with with Future State. Yeah. All right, you assholes. Yeah, Future State. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I'm with you there. Congratulations. But stop giving me. Two or three fucking comics in one comic when I'm buying just that one comic and then you jack up the price of like fucking eight dollars a comic. I don't want to see it at the end. I don't want the fucking yeah. half a comic at the end of that shit and pay extra for it. If I wanted that comic, I'd buy that fucking comic. Alright? So stop it. I, I was wondering why like... Sorry, hold on. I was wondering why like my comic book pulls were like kinda high. Like the, the costs yep. are so high. And I was like, some of these comics are like seven, eight dollars. You know, yep. for if you're listening and you're wondering, well, that's not a lot of money. Um, if you buy fucking, like, you know, 10 to 30 comics a week, that shit adds up. All right? It yeah. adds up. When I start getting, you know, $150 a week fucking invoices for my comic books, that adds up. Could you... For most people, spending $150 a week on anything is a lot of fucking money. So, yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, to me... It, <laughs> If the the big towels uh, lying, if they're lying to someone, you know, and getting sex or whatever, uh, it's also just as bad lying to your consumers about, hey, this is a Batman comic. No, it fucking ain't. It's got a whole lot of fucking uh, uh, monkey chimp, detective chimp in there <laughs> with its own story at yeah. the end. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you you you'll we'll give you half a Batman comic, and the rest will be about the Red Hood and fucking the outlaws. Yeah, you know, uh, like, ser God damn it, do I have one? Oh. <laughs> Okay, yeah, here we go. This is a perfect example. Superman or Metropolis. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, and then it's uh, at the at the bottom. What does it say? Featuring Jonathan Kent, Guardian, and Mister Miracle, which is six dollars. Um, which is, I mean, it's not the normal cost of a comic. But let me get to the end of the actual. All right. So literally, holy shit, it's literally half. Yeah. This is like you can see the uh, maybe if you can see it. That's the uh, the staple. In mm -hmm. the comic, 
and that this is the end. I'm sorry. Shit. This is the end of the actual comic. This is the start of the extra two comics that I apparently paid for. Surprise. I, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. And this one's only $6, but some of them have been like 7 or $8. So, and that was just a random one that I pulled. Yeah. Um, real quickly, to, to switch it up a little bit, and I do want to get everybody's take on this, though. Um, you know, we had some some real life stuff go on um it was either yesterday or monday uh a piece of shit um mass murderer uh i will call him a terrorist just for my own thing uh committed a hate crime in atlanta went to several asian massage parlors uh killed eight people i think six of whom were asian female massage parlor workers um this has to fucking stop. It's uh, part of a larger rise in Asian uh, American hate crimes. Um, I will just add a, a, from a, a, a giant step back, larger context, some of this, not all, but some of this also has to do with just the pandemic and you had the former president talking that shit for a full fucking year about the China blue and all that other stuff. But here we are with people just going in and murdering innocent people uh asian women and it go it fits right in line with what we were talking about a couple weeks ago uh pieces of shit just assaulting um uh asian seniors just right on the street he, even here in the bay area um again it's atrocious i know we're all in agreement that it's atrocious but um i needed to make sure that we got that out there and well ninja you haven't spoken in a little while what 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 say you on this one so uh, according to where this happened, this was in Georgia and across two county lines, one being Cherokee County and the other one, I guess, Atlanta County. I don't, I don't think Atlanta is Fulton County is for Atlanta. Should be, yeah, but it's weird because they keep saying Atlanta, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> so according to, uh, the two police departments, which, uh, I'm going to get into what the one statement said was said but um they're saying that this is too early for them to justify if this was a hate crime or not um, i know the naacp has spoken up and there's they want this not to be investigated as a hate crime but they want to make sure that if the evidence is there and if the motive was there that he be prosecuted as a hate crime uh, the official statement from um, I believe Cherokee County was that this was a crime a, of, a, I guess, sexual deprivation or sexual. Um, uh, I don't. I don't know how. To, not. Basically, this guy felt like he these places were sexual deviancy places or whatnot, and he targeted them and the people that were there. And he was going to go to Florida and do the same thing. But however, the situation surrounding it is very peculiar. And it seems to be surrounding a um, a racial tone and racial targeting because of the victims were mostly Asian women. Yes, there were two white males and one has or one white male, one Hispanic male. Um, there's also the fact that uh, he was caught in a high-speed chase, but they're saying that the statement that the police department put out was that this man had a quote-unquote very bad day. 
And so he's getting a lot of flack about what's going on. And people are like, well, of course, they're saying that this person was having a bad day because he's a white male. But instead of saying that this man was a murderer and that he was um, basically targeting people to kill, but yet they still want to kind of give him sympathy in the news for some strange reason. Um, Atlanta is investigating the massage parlors to make sure that there was no nefarious um activities that were going on that were illegal so far they raised a statement that said there's nothing to that led them to believe that there was any prostitution or illegal sex that was going on oh, i'm sorry oh, hold just one, one quick second yeah so i don't give a fuck about whether there were was any illegal uh illegal prostitution going on eight people got murdered i i, I get that sorry, from my point yeah, I was moving on to the point that this was uh, in line with his motive because his motive was apparently sexually driven. And so if there's no correlation between any uh, sexual activity going on at these places, then what was his motive then? Okay. If not if not that there were uh, minorities. Okay, so hold on. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say this really quickly. And I know Conos wants to get in here too, but I've been, I, I lived in Atlanta for four years. Older just been there. I've lived there as for- well. For those who have not been there, it is, yes, in the Bible Belt, but <laughs> counterintuitively, it is <laughs> certainly the home of, like, some of the best strip clubs in the Southeast region. Like, maybe Houston, maybe Miami, but some of the best. And they're everywhere. Like, low-grade ones where you have to pay a $2 or $5 cover, high-grade ones where there's, like, a $50 cover. You know what I mean? Like, it, it really runs a gamut. So, to me, it just seems, it, it, it falls on its face when you're talking about, oh, he just really, really hated, quote, unquote, sex workers. When you only, he only went to Asian um, massage parlors instead of strip clubs, which are everywhere in Atlanta. I just exactly. have to say that. Yeah, uh, that was going to be my counterpoint but that is what this is what the police statements are releasing this is where social groups are like well this doesn't seem to add up if there was no nefarious uh, sexual activity going on at these massage parlors then what else would be his motive if not they were asian um, americans so we will see because this man was just barely caught um we'll find out more as the next days roll out uh Cronus, i know you mean a can say something yeah, uh, did he talk? First of all, uh, saying that if they had nefarious, you know, whatever, that illegal activities going on in the back of the fucking massage parlor, would that have made it okay in America's mind that he went in and just shot a bunch of Asian people? Is is that okay because they were doing some illegal sexual acts? Is that what we're saying now in America? If so, uh, fuck all of you. Uh, yeah, it, people that that are getting paid to have sex don't deserve to get fucking murdered. By some fucking crazy asshole that decided that, you know, his, that he's quote unquote sex addicted. Did, did Prodigy talk about that? Because I, I had to use the rest. I brought it up. He okay. didn't bring it up. I brought that up. Yeah, that he, he's saying now that he has a sex addiction. Um, I don't really give a fuck if he says he has sex addiction or not. That it makes you, what you did makes you a fucking murderer and a piece of shit. The fact that, you know, you're out there killing people because you couldn't have sex makes it even fucking worse to me because. Actually, no, it's the same fucking level. I just, I don't understand why the fuck we're protecting 
people like this. Another fucking... It's a problem that I have, like, my old way of thinking, okay? This is a, a trip down fucking Cronus's mind. There's been times on this podcast that you can rewind the fucking tape where I've said, where someone, there's been a mass murderer and it's been a white guy and they've been fucking put in a goddamn bulletproof vest and they take him in and he's fucking safe and fine. They take him to have fucking cheeseburgers or some shit on his way to fucking jail and he's fine. And my rationalization back then was, wait, to figure out if it was, you know, uh, what if he was working with somebody else? Fuck that. The old me, fuck you, all right? These people need to stop being protected for this shit, all right? People get murdered by the police for doing literally fucking nothing. And you can find a guy that literally shot up uh, entire places and find them with the murder, what, like with the, um, the gun weapon? in their hands. Yeah, the murder weapon in their hands. And then you decide to, to bring them in safely. What the fuck? Like, seriously, what does that tell... All these people that are in jail for minor drug crimes that have, are people that have been killed by the police but from not being armed or murdering nobody at all. They have done no, no violent crimes at all. What does that tell people that look like me? It, tell, it tells us a very clear message that his value of life of a, as a murderer has far more value than my life as somebody that did you know, potentially nothing wrong or some minor crime or, or nonviolent crime. You know, don't get me wrong. Listen, if you did a, a violent crime, if you killed somebody, you deserve to be, you know, um, prosecuted. But for you to sit there and have on this on the same in the same America, where somebody that could be maybe maybe high and that maybe had a counterfeit twenty dollar bill, and to have his life being snuffed out for nine fucking minutes on the air. You know, that people just air all the time with, you know, George Floyd. And all of a sudden you have a guy who you definitely know killed eight fucking people. To put him in a fucking bulletproof vest and take him in peacefully. No violence done to him. Didn't He, he probably didn't get fucking punched. Like, what the fuck? This is the Americas that we live in right now. And this is why it's it's scary if you live in America to, be, to, to fucking be a minority. Because you don't know if the, the officer that is uh, citing you for whatever had a bad day. Or he doesn't like black people. Or maybe he's a fucking, you know, sex addict too. And he doesn't like Asians either. Because an Asian chick wouldn't fuck him when he was, you know, a teenager or some shit. You don't know. You know? And this is the problem with America that people just don't fucking seem to understand. But other people that, you know, are minorities do have to understand. They have to, you know, live a life of, of fucking fear. Because you don't know who the fuck you're getting. And, and it's fucking bullshit. And people just bring up, like, crime, crime statistics without actually researching them. Because they're like, oh, well, well, blacks, you know, commit more crime. You know, we commit more more bullshit crimes. All right? The vast majority of people that are, that are in jail for violent crimes... Are, I'm sorry. The vast majority of people that are in jail are not in jail for violent crimes. They're in jail for non-violent crimes. And they're mostly drug crimes. So do your fucking research and get back to me. How about that shit? That fucking guy killed people. And the fucking, I can guarantee you right now, there's going to be some kind of fucking GoFundMe or some kind of fund that's going to bail him out. And the fucking bullshit system that we live in is going to allow him to get fucking bailed out. Because they think that he's safe to society or some shit. Somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to put up money for this fucking piece of shit. When we know we kill people, they're going to do it. We all know it is. And we, we fucking accept it every single goddamn, every single goddamn time this happens. We just accept that, oh, well... People put up money for it, but also America's not racist. 
this this is and we've talked about these issues for a long time on this cast um this feels eerily similar to the uh i can't remember exactly what year so i won't put the years out there but the um uh synagogue shooting <laughs> the yeah. orlando you know shooting uh the one in the walmart which is in a, a latin heavily latino area or you know the black churches in south carolina you know when you go specifically into a business or house of worship that is predominantly said minority or said uh said group and you shoot it up that's not on accident like quit playing around you know what i mean you went into that gay nightclub with you know with the intent of shooting up gay people or or into that synagogue to shoot up uh, jewish people like we got to call things what they fucking are and that's what's driving me crazy like look you shoot up nothing pretty much nothing but uh asian massage parlors with asian women you you did that on purpose this is what you intended to do and uh, whether they were or were not doing prostitution on the side i don't want to hear anything about that you got families grieving right now so i'm gonna i'm gonna read the statement so this is Cherokee County Sheriff Captain uh, Jay Baker. So he spoke to the press today, and he says this is from the Los. This is speaking from the Los Angeles Times. They printed this. So uh, Baker, in a news conference, told the press that these spas appeared to the shooter to be a temptation and something he wanted to eliminate. And he goes on to say, quote, these locations, he sees them as an outlet for him, something that he shouldn't be doing an issue with porn and that he was attempting to take out that temptation. So this is the statements that draw part. Part of these statements are what drew um, criticism from the media was like, you are trying to give this man sympathy because he continues to say, and I quote, uh, he was pretty much fed up and at the end of his role, end quote. Uh, quote, yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did, end quote. So people are saying, why is this county sheriff applying sympathy to this person who killed other people? Because these were his statements. He wasn't even, it wasn't even a case where he was bullied and couldn't take it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's not even the case here. These are women minding their own business, doing their job at a massage parlor. I don't care how you feel about, you know, whether there was prostitution or anything, you know, under the table going on. That's none, neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, these my these thing women is, didn't have anything to, to fucking do with him. My thing was, especially media, is that they're trying to um, make this man almost seem like he's a victim. But he's yeah, the one that man. went out and had the gun and murdered these people. On top of which, uh, he didn't attack a... a adult bookstore that has nothing but porn paraphernalia and probably people doing acts of lewdness inside he didn't go to a strip club he didn't go to like a probably an escort service or whatnot that's probably out there he didn't do anything he went to a massage parlor and he just shot them up like he went to more than one it wasn't just one he went to several yeah and he was going to florida to do more damage you know what's crazy to me that I'm, I'm, I'm tired of fucking hearing is that people, you know, white people, they want to bring up, you know, what about black on black crime? 
All right, why don't you police your own? Motherfucker, first of all, you're policing us for us, or you're over-policing us. This is the problem. Okay, second of all, why don't you police your own? Seriously, how many fucking serial killers are out there? How many fucking mass murderers are out there that are, that are doing this? Why aren't you policing your own? All right, this is the same fucking statements that you're making to us about, oh, well, what about Chicago? What about Chicago? What about Chicago? Fuck, fuck Chicago. Like, seriously. Yeah, it's a problem. And yes, there are ways to fix it. But the ways to fix it, the vast majority of Americans are not willing to do it because the, the, the problem with Chicago and the vast majority of, the vast majority of crimes have to do with poverty. And you're not willing to deal with fucking poverty. That's what you're not willing to do. That's why we have problems like this. Is that because we have the fucking haves and the haves not the have nots um, over like generations here in America. But you're not willing to tackle that issue. But meanwhile, you're letting the you're willing to let uh, serial killers and fucking mass murderers um, get gently arrested and thrown in jail and get put in there for a while, like for you know for life. And then you want to talk about. At the, on, uh, like out of the same out of the other side of your mouth you want to complain about you know our prison system and like letting these people live in prison and it's just like these are people that have committed serious crimes you know what I mean that serious crime the most serious crimes but you're okay yeah, with them good. like literally the same demographic get, like living from killing all these people and you're, you're fine with that like and the vast majority of America is fine with that you can look at it just through headlines, and it's it's fucking bullshit. I'm getting tired of it. I'm with you. I I, I will say this, and you know I I've mentioned this a few times on this show. Um, <laughs> parents, and yeah, we got several on this show. Um, I don't I don't really care about your religious beliefs per se. No, I, holy shit, not even per se. Don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know, I believe in the freedom, to, you know, to, for, for you to, if you if you are a religious household, it is what it is. But this crazy, hardcore, orthodox, repressive stuff where literally people think it's a mortal sin for you to touch yourself or to even look at a titty or, you know, yeah. it's it's usually really bad for people male female gay straight i, I don't care what you are priest um <laughs> you talk about some toxic behavior like if you're pumping your your kid just like how we talked about racism and stuff if you're pumping your kid with their head still forming with uh stuff that indicates um all forms of sexuality all forms of nudity all forms of masturbation are evil and require corporal punishment or uh making someone really feel awful about themselves you're not doing that kid and then that young adult any favors and i think that um that repression for some not all leads to some really negative things and i think the studies kind of support that i would love to see far less parents uh doing that kind of stuff i really would well yeah and it's like it gets to a point i mean Prodigy, you're not anywhere near this level yet, but it gets to a point to where, um, as your par as your kids grow, like they're gonna do like sexual shit, yep. and like with anybody, any human being on this planet, if you tell them you know not to do something that, that they really want to do that is not hurting anybody, mm -hmm. like the the best you can do is educate them. Like if they're gonna have sex, 
educate them on like you know having safe sex not having kids and then explain to them that hey if you have a kid too young um you you're not gonna be able to like really support the kid you know like from their financial and emotional means because you as a human being are not um emotionally ready to really raise a child and financially you're not ready either those are important points that i think most parents just fucking gloss over they just say oh don't have kids but they don't explain fucking why or don't have sex but they don't explain why kids need to understand why the fuck they shouldn't be doing these things um yeah if you want to have sex you can have sex safely but hey um if they if shit happens um and you become and you make if you either become or make somebody become pregnant um there are dire con- potentially dire consequences to these things that you need to understand but if you're not willing to really explain those consequences to those kids you're just going to say that sex is evil before marriage it's fucking dumb as shit it's you know if you can't explain to somebody the actual consequences to what's going to happen how is it even valid to them yeah like seriously like it's like telling somebody i'm trying to think of a fucking valid comparison like and it's very difficult to come up with like why why you should wear seat belts like should i have to have should i have to make you watch a video of somebody getting ejected from a car through the fucking through the uh, windshield to understand that fact i mean seriously and, and they did they did that in my high school it's called red asphalt I oh yeah yeah I know they did. <laughs> <laughs> well, because because you went to fucking you went to a Catholic high school, which is fucking hilarious to me to this day. It's funny. I know that I I literally do know the Bible quite well. I don't act like it, but well, I know it. <laughs> most you know what hilarious is that most most atheists do. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I know the Bible Absolutely. very pretty well as well. I mean, yeah. I, it wasn't stamped in my brain like it was with you, um, yeah. but partially because we went to the same fucking. To the same church. Church for a while. A long time. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Um, okay. Should we should we wrap it on up? I know we've been all over the place. This is this has been good. What else? Uh yeah, uh, it's getting pretty late. I mean there's uh, still stuff on there. There's stuff we're seven. saving. We're stuff we're saving for when uh the whole squad is back because we got there some we good go. stuff on here. There is a big um, one. Especially uh go ahead. That's a, there there's there's gonna be a big one soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for oh, sure. Yeah. There's me. Yeah, uh, right, also, hold on, real quick, uh, I released, uh, give me a sec, we've been doing uh, Balance Exchange, if you've been listening to the podcast, um, Balance Exchange has been getting released, you know, steadily uh, for the past few weeks, um, we have, uh, I think, four more to go, but uh, the last two were, were really good, um, one was on racism, and then one was on uh, the top ten ways that Papa Bear would like to change the government and they're both really excellent podcasts in my opinion they've all been really good but these two in particular have been really really good because a lot of times people talk about issues in america but not ways to fix them and he goes into like the ways that he would fix them listen if that dude ran for fucking president right now i fucking vote for him i'm just saying listen to the podcast about his top 10 list of uh of how he fix you know the government good shit old edge what you got popping this week um so i know there's a lot of media stuff coming out a lot of stuff people are talking about the snyder cut will be out this week Fuck that. uh falcon and the <laughs> soldier uh also starts this week so i'm probably uh not really gonna i'm gonna catch maybe one of them if i can i'm gonna have a busy work week and a uh 
doing some more stuff with some family so i'm not gonna have a whole lot of time to like sit down and watch any of this stuff uh i'm gonna try to sneak in falcon and Winter soldier i mean i'm gonna watch the snyder cut probably by you know before the next podcast just over the weekend i'm gonna be really busy and we're not gonna get a whole lot of sleep, because you hate yourself and apparently but... have more than four hours to waste in your life just saying <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh just gonna be chilling uh gonna be out there helping like i said some family doing some stuff and uh yeah um i might be i might even be gaming this weekend either i mean i might squeeze in some tonight and maybe a little friday night but we'll see but yeah good that's shit. it good shit tell us what you got uh well it's been an interesting week because i had to take some days off been spending it with uh with little riley and we've been hanging out and, and doing stuff and taking our school and stuff like that been playing some call of duty other than that i'm looking forward to getting my driveway expanded adult shit Ooh, all right nice everyone on the podcast knows my parking situation fucking sucks it's terrible like the street that i live on is like a it's it's a dead end street and it's on a hill and only one side of the street has parking and it's, it's fucking mm-hmm. awful. So I'm getting the driveway expanded once. Uh, depending on what it goes after the first time, uh, we might get expanded even more and more and more and more. Um, the first one is actually the more important one because it goes up. A, I was going to do it myself, but I was like, I don't know how to fucking make a, an incline to do like a driveway. Because, okay. I mean, we, we did the fucking foundation for the Infinity Base. Sure did. It wasn't that hard, to be honest. I'll never forget you. You were like, "Oh, we're having a concrete truck," and I was like, "I don't know why I did not envision a real deal like full <laughs> truck." Yeah. And I was like, "Bro, you got a full concrete truck." He's like, "You were like I told you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> concrete <laughs> truck. Yeah. <laughs> so, like the the hardest part will be like getting you know the actual incline. So once he does that, and then I'll see how level the rest of the shit is, and then maybe we'll just do the rest ourselves. Because um, there's some more that I want to expect extend extend it towards the side of the house. Um, so pe- all you guys can like, so all of us can fit in the driveway. When we're doing a podcast, so I, we need to at least have what four or five vehicles to be able to like park at hmm. my house. Like it. And then we're also using we're using the same guy that you're using, Prodigy. Oh Mar- yeah, okay. Yeah, Marlin. So. Yeah, that, he he's a fucking pro, man. That's a hardworking dude, man. He seems like a hardworking yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking. He was like, yeah, and it seems like his prices are pretty reasonable. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have him do that as a first project, and then probably like the the replacing the deck uh, as a second project. So um, that shit like that. This is what's weird about being an adult. These create these like house projects. Once you become a homeowner or home mm-hmm. payer, there's very few actual homeowners in America. I'm just saying, you wear home mm-hmm. payers. Um, but uh, once you start upgrading your house, that's some like some really cool shit. Like just building this infinity base was so fucking cool. And uh, being able to expand onto this and, and, and really upgrade the house is going to be pretty cool. But also, uh, I don't want to live in America for very much longer. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Go on, man. All right. <laughs> uh, for, for me, I, I am probably in piecemeal. I'll, I'll, I don't have high expectations. I'll, I'll, I'll check out Snyder. I mean, I've seen some early reviews, you know, but I'm, I'm taking everything with a fucking grain of salt. Um, I didn't like the 2017 version, but I'm not going to go back into that. I'll check out, uh, at least, I think they're probably doing it on a weekly basis, uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier. I, I've been very honest, you know, for whatever reason, WandaVision just did not connect with me at all. I know I'm in the minority, it just, it was a little too slow. I'll see if Falcon and Winter Soldier captures my attention. 
Um, I am interested. I don't know much about it, but there's a PC game that's getting a port to uh, the PS5, PS4, Disco Elysium. A um, lot of really good reviews. Uh, like, it seems like it's some role-playing uh, mystery type of stuff that, again, on Metacritic for the PC version, it's in the way into the 90s, so it might be worth checking out. It's at the end of March. I might try to enjoy that after I finished up Miles Morales. We'll see. And then uh, lastly, as kind of uh, Kronos alluded to, uh, our backyard has been completely transformed. We got a lot of open space now based on uh, the contractor, uh, Marlon, just coming through and, like, digging up stumps, knocking over fucking... We had this Catholic fucking uh, stone statue. It was the weirdest <laughs> Holy thing. Holy shit, are you serious? <laughs> and yeah, you bought man. that house? Oh, you're going to hell now for, for sure. Yeah, I felt I felt a little bit bad. They knocked it down. And they had the little picture, uh, a statuine of uh, Maria in there, and they put it gently to the side. I was like, "No, nah, knock that all over." You know, what I mean? like, all. hold on, I'm real, hell. real quick. Uh, he's a Mexican contractor. I am like ninety five percent sure this. He's probably Catholic. Like, yeah, that's just, probably a little low <laughs> my estimate. I'm just yeah. saying. So for him to lay, knock that yeah. shit over. Yeah, our, yeah and his crew. So basically, you made him heathens, but you know whatever. Probably. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but anyway, he, he, you, you should have just told him to take it, uh, hope... take it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we we have the whole goal of just kind of having a backyard that's more functional, and hopefully being able to, um, you know, again, everybody get vaccinated, uh, have some fucking garden parties in the backyard, and uh, old ninja can be like Uncle Ruckus singing "Don't trust those new n words over there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn happy, nappy. <laughs> yeah, he knows the song. Sing yeah, I was gonna say, goddamn, right on cue. He's waiting to say it. <laughs> um. Anyway, that that's that's pretty much. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, take us out, old ninja. Use this experience black and black times infinity. Titty meets. <laughs> we'll check it out anywhere on the internet with B the BTI. It's B T H A N B T I. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, anywhere and everywhere. Check our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash B and BTI. Uh, on Amazon, we have an app that lets you know when we go live. And then every Wednesday night, 8 30 Pacific time. Uh, we go live on YouTube. Check us out there. Sign up. Like and subscribe. Don't get those acres. Lola, Bunny, Buddha, Ludes. You know what's up. It's happening. Don't oh, trust them. We out. Yet many questions remain unanswered.